getting... I'm just glad that you guys don't have some weird omnidirectional mic just oh, sitting in the, the middle. Worst. That's yeah, the first the podcast mics. I was ever on. What are those uh, snowballs? Yeah. Yeti, Yeti snowballs, yep. He just sat it on a fucking this. TV tray in between the two of us and started interviewing me. And, I'm like, and I went Gross. and listened back, and it sounded like he was just talking to me on the phone the entire time. Oh. All right. All right. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Matt, actually, could you close that before we begin? Heard. Just to make sure that it's bubbly. The, li- the little bit of, of wall makes a difference. Be nice if we had those things you fucking bought up on the wall, but whatever. The sound absorbing we panels, had time to. The foam. We have forty-eight. Yeah, yeah forty-eight cartons. Fell right through. <laughs> Ready to. Just it's like, gonna happen. Just like we're gonna have to get a GoFundMe, just like my surgery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. Na 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 Diabetic Batman, <laughs> Nathan, Robin, uh, Kim, hi, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? I love your face. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about your surgery? Do you want to talk about it? I do want to talk about your surgery. So we're going to do that first. We, we have some guests coming on, um, as I alluded to. But first, I want to get out of the way uh. the, the wild shenanigans that we had to go through. Well, I had a planned hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got my cervix and uterus removed. What was the type of hysterectomy that you had? Total vaginal hysterectomy. All through my vag. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like such a good porno. Total vaginal. (laughs) Uh... It was really nerve-wracking. So funny thing is, is you weren't there for the beginning of it. I'm gonna hold my mic. I wanted to be there, but Landon had a rocket launch, and I'm like, "Mm, just go to Landon's rocket launch. My surgery's not as important as his rocket launch. Would have rather been at your surgery. What? Yeah, yeah. I would have rather been at the rocket launch. Well, I can't. Um, I can't fuck any of those rockets. So they kept making note, like, "Are you sure you're not pregnant?" And they're like, e- "Let's test that." So I was not pregnant, thank God. Um, Twelve abortions then, later. <laughs> and then I went. I um, I was nervous the whole time. And then I went into surgery. My sister-in-law works down there, so she visited me a lot to make me not feel so lonely. And my anesthesiologists were amazing. And we went in and we talked about lawnmowers for like five minutes and they put me with drugs and I woke up in a lot of pain. (laughs) And that fucking sucked. Behind the scenes, when I finally showed up, uh, it took a while to find your room. I parked on the wrong side of the fucking hospital. They finally gave me to your room. And and I was like, is my mother-in-law here? Is there anybody else in the room? And the nurse that was helping was like, I don't think so. They mm. open up the doors and your mom is asleep in <laughs> one of the chairs in your room, in your recovery room. And I'm like, hey, Julie, what's going on? Did she respond to you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she pretended like she was not asleep. She just woke up and was like, hey, you want a rock star? Uh, she's probably going through some withdrawals nah, at that point. She um, Right away when I was going to surgery, right away she's uh, like, Where do, where's the cafeteria? I need to get one of those omelets. I'm like, oh, you go enjoy that omelet, you bitch. I can't eat at all. <laughs> um, but so, but the the only That's like funny. funny thing that happened was um, I'm sitting there with your mom for like a half an hour before you finally come in to your recovery room, and what did your, I look your like mom coming back in? Goes, oh, uh, grab my purse. So <laughs> I, gr- I grab her purse for, her 
and oh she went shopping during my surgery too hand it to her and yeah and she she rummages and pulls out a bracelet and she goes here give give this to kimmy and i look at it and it says faith and believe and it's got doves and crosses on it and I'm like, oh no, that's okay. You could you you bought this for her. You can give it to her. It's a sixty dollar bracelet. And she's like, no, no, no. I want you to give it to her. And I was like, ah, I'm sorry. It's gonna be really obvious that this didn't come from me. <laughs> and she goes, what? Why? You could buy, you could buy her something nice. And I go, um, I'm a raging atheist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Eat that. <laughs> she too. would know that it's not from me. Yeah. I didn't say I'm a raging atheist, but I just said she's going to know it's not from me. Yeah. This is not something I would buy for She was excited to give it to me. And then we, what did I look like coming out of surgery? Like shit. Well, you looked like you had just gone through fucking surgery. You didn't look like shit. You looked like you had just had four doctors in your vibe. So basically I was in a lot of pain. I think my IV wasn't working anymore and they were pumping me with fentanyl and morphine. Nothing was happening. They decided to keep me overnight. We put in a new IV and I felt. Well, okay, hold on. Describe that. So the the way that it sounded to me was that the IV was pumping fluids into your arm, basically. So it goes into your tissues, not into your vein. Yeah. Yeah. Infiltrated. So that did happen? Um, I don't know, but when she went to flush it, when I got to the floor, my entire arm swelled up. Yeah. And I'm a nurse, so I know exactly what that fucking means. They put a new IV in. It worked great. They gave me morphine. I felt fantastic. I um, stayed the night. You guys came to visit me. Um, our, my sister, our, our sister-in-law, Amanda, was me. there. Yeah, I had the coolest nursing assistant ever. He ta- he complimented my tattoos every time he saw me. Can I, I said, can I do the? Yeah, you can do his voice. So he's he's checking your IVs and <laughs> stuff, and he sees your tattoo. Oh, that's a nice tattoo. That's a g- great nose. <laughs> <laughs> to my bear. <laughs> to the bear. Yeah. But what a weird thing to say. Not just that's a yeah. like I love the design. That's a great nose. It's a really good nose. It is a good nose, yeah. but it's such a funny thing yeah. to say out loud. <laughs> he was my favorite, and then he got switched during the night. Yeah, I like um, that. Guy. And then I was worried. Well, one thing, too, they thought maybe they, one of the complications of a hysterectomy is they think uh, there's a complication of possibly cutting your uh, bladder, in which they thought maybe that happened because I was in a lot of pain. So they tried to get me to pee. I couldn't pee. They couldn't find my bladder on the bladder scanner. They knew they were pumping me full of fluids. They didn't know where the fluids were going. So then they did a straight cath. That was awesome. Felt the whole thing burn like a bitch. Um, they did well, get urine well, out. Well, and, and then they had an ultrasound my the kidneys. The side thing, though, Amanda, our sister-in-law. She was works in surgery. So she was hearing them in the OR talking about how they were going to have to rush me back into the OR. Unfortunately, it was going to be the room she's working in. So my sister-in-law was possibly going to have to be in the room where they opened me back up to figure out if they accidentally cut my bladder. But thankfully, uh, that was not the case. So then I left the next morning. I called my boyfriend and said, hey, come pick me up. I'm breaking out. Shit was scary, man. And I haven't been on pain meds for over a week. I like that. uh, So a nurse has to discharge you. Yeah. And and I know that nurse from somewhere. They have to tell you all of the things. So anything that's on the, any of the papers that are there, they have to read. This everything. is my favorite thing. So my discharge so paperwork. So she's just you know make sure that's no driving while you're on the narco and no heavy lifting. Also nothing in your vagina <laughs> for six weeks. And she it looked, looked at, right she at you. She kind of looked at me like no rolling pins. <laughs> nothing not in my nothing vagina. Nothing in the vagina. Um, one thing I do want to say is that. I've dealt with this for 20 years of my life, severe pain, 
I always was written off that I was making it up. My mom knew I was not making it up. My mom's been always been my biggest cheerleader besides you, obviously. But yeah, my I mom's say, always we've been. We joked about endometriosis a bunch on this we show. We joked. But it's not yeah, a it's actually matter. It's, it's not a goddamn nightmare. Um, but w- I felt very discouraged when I came out of surgery, and she said I did not see any any endometriosis, and I thought, what the fuck? I just went through all this, and there's nothing wrong with me. I'm making it up. Um, I got my tissue results what like four days ago, and I actually have andiomyosis which is like the evil sister it's of endometriosis in the andes mountains but it basically is inside my muscles so my uterus is actually double the weight of a normal size uterus and i have all that growing inside the muscle which is actually only a third of the weight of doima's uterus yeah which well, she's got a pretty big uterus, apparently. God, the biggest uterus. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so that was actually causing all my pain. I did a lot of research the last couple of days about it, and it explained so much. And I actually cried because it felt like, you know, I'm a medical professional. And when people tell me about their mental health, their depression, their chronic pain, how they want to kill themselves because of their pain, even though they don't act like they're in pain, you take it seriously. And I've taken everybody seriously. And I feel like for so long, I felt like doctors were not taking it seriously. And now that I have that written down right there, that's exactly what was causing my pain. I felt like validated, even though my mom was granted. My mom made the surgery all about her. You know, she was in there. Kimmy almost didn't graduate from high school, you know, because she missed so much school because of this. And I'm just so happy she's getting it out, you know, it's like he thinks Kimmy used to shit it's in my not sketchers. She, it's not because she's not smart girl. She's smart, but she missed so much school. She almost didn't graduate. She was always in so much pain, you know. Yeah, mom. You don't have to tell people I didn't almost graduate from high school. That's not very nice. After she jerked off the band leader, I thought. Oh, she was always in so much pain. <laughs> oh, you know. Anyway, yeah. So that was nuts. It was crazy. I actually we... feel amazing. I overthink it a lot like every day i'm like I it's insane a day after your surgery you were already like I, i'm not going to be on pain medication anymore I'm i think it's because i had as soon as possible so much pain all the time that it even a little bit is way better than what i was dealing with so still you're a goddamn badass and, and I have one I'm less organ and one less cervix and we can have so much sex and I'll never get pregnant again. There's no one I'd rather have <laughs> sit on my face. Shut the fuck up. You Thursday can't say night. that when there's people here. Okay. <laughs> hey, well, Bon Jovi, why don't you put that fucking mic down? What? We're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was my surgery story. But I'm, I, I love you and I'm glad that you're not going to have to deal with that bullshit. Anymore. I'm glad I'm never going to get pregnant again. Well, also that. Because kids are, kids are the worst. They are the worst. Uh, stop scraping the table because you, you can't just, hear it. I have to shook the. There was so much vibration. I know you're making you me uncomfortable. There's people in our house. Okay, the, go ahead and introduce people. Let's move thing. forward. Well, anyways, so uh, we have um, uh, the stars wait, 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 of. Wait, 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 wait. Who is who is that guy that was married to Jennifer Aniston? Brad Pitt. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> we have Brad Pitt's stunt double from Inglorious Bastards <laughs> and Matt LeBlanc's stunt double from f- that Friends episode where he gained a bunch of weight. <laughs> there was an episode? <laughs> He's lost 65 pounds. God damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, a fellow open mic hoster and just, well, showcaser, headlining, fucking, you're a goddamn booker. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Booker He's the real deal. Booker T. Mm-hmm. And we've got half of the deal. 
Oh, shit. But Chris, don't full, do that. Full-time friend and wonderful human being, Matt Doima and Nathan Schmezrud. And they are the Yay. hosts of... Yeah. Oops, How shit. the fuck My do you guys God. know each other? Um, we Sorry. met on FarmersOnly.com. Yeah. You know, it, it's been <clears throat> magic from years. first click. Uh, <laughs> Obviously met on J-Date, you fucking liars. Only it's neither ones. here nor there. Hey, <laughs> we don't come to your work and shit on you, all right? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's we true. just go to Kim's and shit on her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we, uh, yeah, we're, we're pals. No, okay, so actually, I want to get this from, from Nate's perspective. Yeah. Well, can we, can we say why we're even on? No. Yeah. God damn it. Yes, they can. It's leading into it. Fine. Wait. wait. Oh, okay. That's okay. what I'm saying. So he's, he's I'm driving this bus. That's right. Fuck the rest of us. There you go. There you Just go. Just wait for it. Gotcha. I promise you, I know what I'm doing. Do you want this? Okay. Nate. Yes. What I want to ask you. So you've been doing comedy for how long? Uh, roughly four years. Okay. Do you remember your first interaction with Matt Doina? Yes. Describe it. It was at the Keller Bar. Uh, me and another comedian uh, named Trevor Lee decided to... Oh. Come to the Keller Bar just to check it out. Never done the room before. Just popped in to see what's up. Heard it was a good room. And uh, Sticky floors. Sticky floors, low ceilings. But good room. Chairs that make way too much noise when they slide across the floor. Strong <laughs> drinks. Very strong drinks. Oof. Whole nine. Got the full Keller experience first time. And uh, yeah, just... Went up, did my thing, had a pretty good set, and then the post-comic hang ensued, and yeah, uh, Matt and I started it off because we just started riffing like machine guns, <laughs> and that's what Matt likes most about the comic hang, is anyone who can riff and keep up like that is worth someone worth keeping around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, most of the Keller comics like, why do you... Why can't you shut it off? <laughs> like, this is my favorite part. It's like when we hang and make jokes. And it's not part of the show. And they're like, we're just tired. Can we go now? Well, to mm. be fair, when we're taking a fair. piss and Thanks. you're trying to, you know, riff on what happened in current events that week. Yeah. It catches us off guard sometimes. I'm holding your cock while it's going on, Chris. I know, but I thought we had an agreement that we don't talk while... You know, it would have been nice if he would have held his cock earlier when he peed. He probably wouldn't have gotten the jalapeno juice on his balls. Uh, Dude, that actually makes me upset. <laughs> How are your balls right now? They're fine now. His because Matt said fire. to yeah. pour... Wash them with milk. He did awful. put milk on them. That's <laughs> funny. Okay, I read online dish soap, so we tried the gain dish soap. That wasn't no. helping. Nope. And so then Matt's like, you need to get... Well, I read lime juice, and then he said milk, so yep. he grabbed the milk, and he yep. was pouring milk on his balls there in the shower. But that's so frustrating. Just yeah. for this fucking corn dip. You know, Milky do you nuts. ever have a primal anger? There's some things that you're like, I'm sorry, I can't explain why this makes me so mad, but yeah. it just does. Every and I, day. I'm I sorry. Say, you look like some, <laughs> usually, someone. <laughs> usually it's when I'm calling him. He's like, God damn it. There's, there's just some things, a, a certain ringtone or hearing the ice shake in somebody's big gulp from Super oh, America. I like, love that there's sound. Just Something some, lightly grazes your head. There's just some shit Someone chewing that you with their can't mouth help open. it. Somebody Chris chewing with their that. goddamn oh, mouth open. noises will send me through the Yeah, Chris can't even roof. listen to himself chew. He has yeah, to turn bad. music on. Yep. 
So Why don't you there's just, just hang some out things all the time, that weirdos. Well, you, there's not. I I know. As soon as I get that sensation, I go. There's nothing I can do to change my mind about how pissed off I am right now. Anyway, we'll go back to why are they Having on our podcast? Having your balls on fire is a pretty reasonable. It's pretty bad. I feel like that's. I think you didn't I mean, play sports. <laughs> every time he talks. I'm going about, somewhere with this. Every time he talks about his balls on fire, all I can think of is NBA Jam. He's, he's on, on fire. fire. Nice. <clears throat> okay. The reason so, why I asked you, you, uh, you, you didn't play sports because I, I did play. Sports. You did play sports. What did you play? I did football, wrestling. Oh, you, you did it all. How did you never end up with icy hot on your balls, even just like as a graze? No, see, because I was the one that was leading the pranks on things. Yeah, so but you have it on your hands, and you've just oops forgot. I, I never had to deal with that. When you're the uh, towel manager, you don't get into a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were into CKY and all that stuff, so like I was a privy to a lot of things. You're into CKY and you How didn't know to did put you milk tonight? on your hot burning shit? It's been night 20 fucking years, man. Like, Fair enough. That's too, Fair enough. <laughs> too big of a gap to retain. I was concerned about your balls. They look pretty red where you touched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, honestly... Had made like, like a, a, a cir- red yeah, ring yeah. of right. fucking nightmare. Makes me so mad. All right. So. Um, okay. So, so now, they're here so the because reason why I wanted to ask when you guys met, yeah, in your interactions, yes, you guys ended up he- staying in contact, becoming yeah, yeah. MySpace friends. Were you in his top four? Yeah, that was before oh, yeah. MySpace. Top eight. What are you talking about? Well, they had top four too. Right. Was, uh, so well, it was broken into two. Has to be a top, top eight. eight. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. But so you guys stayed in contact. When do you remember? When, when did you start to to connect that you guys had enough in common to do a show together? To be like, oh, it took uh, it took a while. I mean, because yeah. uh, you know, coming up to the Keller a few <sighs> times, and we'd be at Mike's in the Twin Cities area yeah. several times. It's just you know, it was a slow slow burn until we got to the point. The, I think we realized it when we'd spend an hour and a half standing outside our cars talking. Yeah, tr- both trying to leave, but yet at the same uh, time we couldn't we couldn't shut it off. No, I remember exactly when it was. It was last summer, so I want to say probably either uh, August. Or either like maybe somewhere between July and September of last year. We were outside of Galactic Pizza. Yep. You had a rental car. I did. And we sat and just kept riffing. And like the joke was we kept talking about how NBA players in the early days kept they used to wear Converse shoes. Converse All-Stars. Converse All-Stars. That was a had, basketball shoe. Yeah. They're the, the best shoes, though. But they, for basketball? No, they are, <laughs> not a, they are not an athletic shoe. But They're, they last forever. For flat-footed Nebraska boys. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much what it was. Aces. But we, we and like, I think we, because we were doing the, because we do this thing because we both do mics in the cities together, or now that we have our thing, we'll call each other when we're getting closer, we'll text each other when we're getting close to home. That way we know we got back safe to each other, our, our spots. That's you guys, really cute. You guys are like business. Adorable. You guys are like uh, businessmen who, when they're in flyover states of the mistresses that they fuck, mm-hmm. you do that, but for open mics. Sort of. Yes. It's as close to cuckolding <laughs> as I think either of us are going to get. Um, no, but it's like that night we kept like calling each other and be like, they fucking wore Converse. 
and the bit just kept going and like via text and then like Facebook that's, and that's and then uh, whoever called whomever when the uh, person's like hello and then you just start right back <laughs> into it again and, and they, it's like they there's the zero ankle support they had the nerve to call themselves all stars before there was really competition. <laughs> But they were pretty good for climbing up the ladder to get the ball out of the peach basket. So I'm assuming there was some benefits. But that's not what this is about. So uh, did, when you guys did episode one, did you have a guess or was it just you two? Episode one of what? Of awful fucking service. There's no fucking in it. Yeah. I mean, there is some fucking Tons in it. I mean, fuck there's yet. fucking at actually, workplaces. Actually, if we're being honest, almost every episode has brought up fucking... Um, <laughs> What was the sorry of I awful said, service? The, the, so the first episode our podcast, did you guys which have is a guest or was it just you two? Uh, no, our first guest was Andrew Witzel. So oh. episode one is Witzel. Yeah, yeah. We're, we we we've talked about doing it, and eventually it's going to happen where we're going to do a solo episode because we know someone's going to like back out last second. But we've always had that as an emergency, like an emergency kind of like go to, and just in but case. Why? Because we. I don't know if you know this, but are you asking why you weren't the first no, guest? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was gonna say, listen, listeners, Look at that guy. listeners want that origin story. Oh well, I mean, the origin story goes kind. It starts from that night that we were talking about outside of there. Yeah, and we started talking about doing a different show that we both liked. It was, yeah, it was a concept for a live show. Sad. Um, that's sad. No, no, I farted. His oh. fart was oh. sad. Okay. Oh. It wasn't sad. It was I didn't even <laughs> hear it in the room. I can tell. Yeah. So we had this idea for a show that we were going to do. It was a live show. And we're actually still, it, it's on the back burner. It's right. something that we're still considering doing. So we're not going to give out our brilliant idea. But it, it's an idea that we really like. Yep. But we noticed that while we were discussing that idea, we would call, and, or, or we would just call each other to vent about like shit because we're both, uh, Nathan is from Mankato. Yep. I'm from St. Cloud. So we're both out of town comics when we're in the Twin Cities. Oh, you two are adorable. Sorry, Kim's just so I know, I just want to make out with him. Sorry. Oh, sorry. They're going to. Okay, maybe I, maybe I spoke too soon about cuckolding. Um, <laughs> she just spent 15 minutes Dude. talking about her vagina. I right. think she's okay with it. Right. <laughs> as long as you guys have Venmo. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we would sit and talk to each other about like we vented a lot about like getting out, how to get on shows down in the Twin Cities, um, just the shit that we have because and you'll understand this too. If you're not if you don't live in the Twin Cities, they don't necessarily view you as a city as a as Twin Cities comic. You're the out of town guy. Uh, a lot of times, I get called the St. Cloud guy. Nate gets called the Mankato guy. So we would talk about that, talk about getting on showcases, and then we would like, and we would riff about this 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 show idea we had. And Nate and I, uh, to this day, I'll fuck. I called him today, and I think we riffed for forty minutes about. That was a while. Yeah, yeah. about nothing, because I have nothing to do during the day because I'm a <laughs> I'm a lazy sack of shit, <laughs> and Nate has a job that doesn't care that he's on the phone. Yeah, what do you do? I'm a FedEx driver. Oh. So. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> what the fuck? Have you yep. met Otremba? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They they they've talked about it. Okay, yeah. Good. Yeah. They're like, well, yeah, we it. both deliver packages, and that was the conversation. I would love to do like just a short sketch where uh, comics are like, "Wait, you work for FedEx? 
And then another comic is like, wait, you work for FedEx? Oh, you should meet. And then they and say, then it, fuck. and then you guys oh. meet and then, and then you just do one quick thing of tracking numbers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then that's of, it. And then the, the thing ends. Out of nowhere, a fucking UPS driver shows up with a steel chair and they just starts a wrestling match. Yeah. Oh. The U.S. Postal Service guy shows up and he's got a two by four. Brass knuckles. Right. <laughs> I just want an all-out brawl. But it's I like, want the subtle. And then the, they all go the beat big, up the guy from Speedy the big Delivery. Beat up to the thing, and then Nate and Josh just going basically, King of the Hill. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Your truck not air conditioned either. No. Oh. They're not air conditioned. No. That, that's how he stays so metal, svelte. Hot metal boxes you drive around all day. They're fucking easy bake ovens. It's like uh, it's like ten degrees hotter in my truck than it is outside. You at all know times. you're redneck when your refrigerator has four wheels. Have you ever had that that milf mom open the door? No. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. really happens. Oh, it happens. It's not just pornos. No. Oh. It's surprisingly common how. Uh, that or how many women have that happen? Well, that or it's like their fantasy. Kim's getting wet just thinking about it. No, I, I can't. Can feel it's it broken here. right now. Uh, we got a prosthetic. Five more weeks for her. She's getting. She's getting all turned on. But it's not even the sex part of it. It's just the fact that he's delivering something I ordered. Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> I need those it's corn like, cob holders. It's like he every time brings I me things. <laughs> ah, it's exactly. like getting gifted all the time. Even yeah. though you paid for it. Even though I paid for it. For yeah, me? that's my life. <laughs> but. L- l- I walk up. Some Did someone have a few glass of wine, glasses of wine and get on Amazon last night? <laughs> Did you take your Ambien late last right. night? <laughs> I can tell by your order. You had two bottles of Chardonnay and some Xanax yesterday, huh? <laughs> That's my kind of gale. I can tell by all that fentanyl around your nostrils. That's, uh... <laughs> I can tell by those pain reliever patches that you're putting on your gooch. noses? <laughs> Okay, sorry. Yeah. So we went up we, on a FedEx rant. Uh, so we would we call each other and stuff. And then I had this podcast concept years ago, like started in 2015. I actually co- recorded a bunch of episodes of what was the early days of the Awful Service podcast. I wasn't doing comedy at the time. So you weren't funny. Well, <laughs> pew, pew. Um, but I had this idea and I, I still thought the idea was solid. Customer yeah. service stories, but I, I was, I was sitting there thinking to myself, something's missing from this. I don't want to go into this solo, and I just thought about it. I'm like, well, and then I, Nate, getting to know Nate, find out that he, him, and I actually worked for the same restaurant chain. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we both worked for Space Aliens. Ah. Oh. Hell yeah. Okay. Um. So we're both scarred. Uh, I mean the dipping sauce. Is cool. from I the, mean that Cajun Ranch is pretty great. From yeah, the, yeah. the I miss Martian munchies. Oh, me too. What are those called? The toy crane. Yeah. You guys, the after hours fight club. Somebody Paw. would get. Actually, oh, it, was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a whole it different kind of ski ball. If you catch my drift, there it is. Skeet yeah. ball. Yeah. Man, <laughs> my space alien stories. We used to. Chris used to r- skate, and we used to go to. Was it Thursday nights? Oh yeah, yeah. And I would get a mar- was it a margarita? They'd have a special. I can't remember. Well, you were it, pregnant at first. That explains no, a lot. That explains all those margaritas. Had to get. <laughs> I was in school bit. though. I wasn't pregnant. 
It was before I got pregnant because I would get hammered and go. And then, well, I guess it, okay. <laughs> then, then you got pregnant. And it's like there's a correlation yeah, to causation yeah, yeah. there, huh? Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Gosh, she's you make me sound like a bad Sorry, mom. Roger, space aliens. Yeah. No, I'm just a drunk, loose the, woman. Uh, what space aliens did you work at? I worked at the one in White Park, Minnesota. Where was? Uh, it's now a Dollar Tree. Oh. They don't have that okay. there anymore. No, it closed like six years ago. What? Yeah. Close coincidentally. Matt, why do you keep shutting restaurants down? Uh, oh. I am the Blackwood, uh, but if you think I'm bad, <laughs> there's a guest that we had on our podcast that, like, literally, like four or five places they've worked have now <laughs> shut down. Uh, yeah, no, I shut down a lot of places. Yeah, <laughs> Chlamydia will do that. And yeah. uh, Nate. <laughs> I worked at the OG Space Aliens, man. Bismarck, North Dakota. The oh, mothership. All oh, started the mothership. God damn. Damn. Area right. I like 52. that line. Hell yeah. Actually, we had an Area 51 <laughs> that in all of our That was for large parties. <laughs> Your little walrus burp. I love that. That's funny. Oh, fuck. I, did, I love it. My kids do like space aliens. Yeah, I brought they, them there. What are you going to do? It's chaotic, sticky. It's everything. Oh, yeah. It, it pretty much feels like they stole the idea from Disney's Toy Story. That's like, why it, the clock. It feels like Pizza Planet just became yes. a place. Yeah, that's well, exactly I think we talked about this on a previous episode. In yeah, my that, hometown, this is a different. This is, this, is, this, is, this is an awful service. On a, a previous episode of previous your podcast. episode of our, our podcast, which you should listen to all eighty Awful episodes. By then. There's even a more direct ripoff of Pizza Planet. Yep. In Minot, North Dakota, called Planet Pizza. It is hey. same oh. concept. Hundred percent. The movie. We should ask Jamie oh, about great. that. It is instead of a Toyota, do they have a Nissan truck? That would be funny. Just right. all slightly different. <laughs> it just says "is" in the middle of it, or what? Right. It's a it's a it's a Nissan truck and it's orange instead of red. Okay, so when did you guys finally pull the plug on this shit? Pull, pull the plug. Why do you say pull you the mean, plug? We, pull the trigger. Pull, pull the, the trigger. trigger. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, usually when you pull the blood plug, is it when kills all something. Shit and it, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Gross. He's talking about anal beads. I think is what I wanted he's getting all at. the shit to come out. Uh, That's when uh, the, the content finally. Uh, sorry. Um, back in March. Yep. Uh, I. Took him out to dinner. I looked him dead in the eyes and I said, Will. Where'd you go to eat? You, I don't remember. Oh. Um, you called him Will? Yes, I Space said Will. Space aliens, duh. <laughs> God. The Rogers one, obviously. The way Park one's been closed for nah, six Albertville's years. Albertville's the only one that's left. I yeah. mean, that's the one I meant, Albertville. Yeah, yeah we, we decided we are going to go We were gonna go get some uh, a Cajun Ranch pizza and some Martian munchies. What are Martian munchies? Oh, they're, 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 you don't want to know. Um, it's basically like the end bits of ribs that they broke that were from broken ribs. They ground the meat and then turned it into like a deep fried delicacy. Oh. They're wonderful. Slather them in sows. So I asked, I started kind of talking to him. I'm like, hey, you know, I know we had this idea for this one show thing. And I was actually, I actually shopped it to a couple of live venues, but they were interested. They were interested, but there was like, they're like, how would you make it? And also Nate and I, 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 we we were like, how do we, we need to practice. We need to get together and and vibe better. And uh, it's not that we don't vibe well, but we just, you know, as performing partners, if you will. So we like. I'm like, well, hey, I have this idea for this podcast, and I've kind of wanted to relaunch it. What do you think? And he goes, that's a really cool concept. I like the idea, telling, talking to people about their customer service stories. He goes, but I don't want it. To, and he, we, we kind of talked about there's certain things like you didn't want it to be too podcasty, right? Uh, you know, 
okay, that's another thing. Okay, so I Matt, I remember when you start. Okay, before yep. I forget, I'm here. Yeah, we've been talking <laughs> a lot about space aliens. Yeah, like Kim was alluding to skating. Um, I would take other rollerbladers to skate parks. There was a kid from Fargo who uh, made the trip with another yep. friend, and we took him to Space Aliens. He was like, like fourteen or thirteen. My gosh, we saw, yeah. And he was. Uh, we didn't realize he was a, a poor child, and oh. we took him to Space Aliens. The server gives us our drinks. Yep. Before the server leaves, this kid had drank his whole Not fucking Fargo. drink. Right. Wait, what did I say? You said you said Fargo. He's from Alexandria. Oh, whatever. They're all from that fucking area. Well, I'm about to say, there's actually a space aliens in Fargo, so it wouldn't be that impressive. But anyways, right. so this kid drinks his entire drink, mm-hmm. and the waiter says, is there anything I can get for you guys right away? And this kid goes, I'll get another drink. The waiter gives him kind of a look. He was a bit of a flamboyant individual as well, this waiter. Leaves, comes back, with the pitcher, slams it down in front of the kid and puts a straw in it. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That would have gotten me fired at my location. The, oh. the people at my had no sense of humor. We were dying laughing. That's, That's so fucking. Funny. Did you? How did? How did you guys announce the alien? Because there was the alien. Yeah, I remember. Like, I don't fucking remember. I worked oh, in the bar. Well, we had. They had me do it because <laughs> I had the radio voice. Ah. Attention, space cadets and uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, space cadets. We have just seen an unidentified flying object over Gander Mountain. Please give it up for Zemo, our friendly alien, also, which was R. the R. most terrifying. Yep. People dressed up as aliens and came in? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was terrifying, too, because the one, I'm, I don't know if your store Chuck had e. one. Cheese. They had, yeah. It was a giant, it was like a big gray headed with the big eyes alien, and it was on. Uh, football shoulder pads. It had like a big freaky collar and yep. shit. And it had yeah. a big cape and you got yep. these giant fingers and shit. Well, they would always make our cooks do it at our store because they didn't want, the, they wanted to suspend the disbelief because they don't want like their server to be going missing. So the only people they would do it is they'd either get the poor like dishwasher or they would get like a cook to do it. And our cooks were all like six feet tall anyway. So this eight foot tall, because it was like two feet tall on top of it, Ew. giant alien comes out and just terrified children. And pe- people are like, that's funny because kids are crying. I mean, it is pretty funny. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I was terrified of Chuck E. Cheese growing up. Yeah, f- fuck the mouse. Uh, <laughs> did you just say fuck the mouth? Yes. Fuck the mouses in the mouth. I just wanted to make sure. Yep. So we we got together. We recorded our first episode back in March of this year. is end of March. Uh, we did that with uh, the always charismatic Andrew Witzel. Okay. Real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad. You're still hung up you, that you weren't on the first episode. No, He's no, really upset. I get it. I Kim get it. can see it. He's mad. What I'm hung up on, <laughs> you live where? Mankato. Yep. You live. In St. Cloud. Yep. We, we've been over this. So that that's the dynamic. How do you pull the plug on? You guys are two hours apart? Yeah. yeah. That is such a commitment to say we're going to do episodes. You know, most podcasts are weekly. Yeah. Right. Somebody's dropping and that's an going, once a what week. we're going to do. That's what I'm saying. That's how dedication. did you find? How, how I did drive that make for sense a living, guys. I don't give a shit about driving. Uh, really? <laughs> no. It's easy. You, you're yeah. making Chris angry because Chris 
hates to no, drive. No, no, Look no, no, this no. Yes, I find do. anybody that's towards the metro area, anything over 20 minutes, they're like, oh, bro. Because I'm not that's your road skater. Trip this that's week. your skater brain. Because Chris's skater Deborah, friends who live in Minneapolis. There are comics who do the same oh, yeah. exact thing. That's right. true. We've Anything tried to have people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so that, like, oh, that's what I'm saying. That what do we, so far away. And I'm what like, do we, you're the complaining to the wrong person. Yeah, what, right? do you, what do we hear all the time? I could never fucking do that. Yeah. I know com- comics all the time. They're like, I still can't believe you're down here like once a week doing mics. Like, I don't get that. How do you... Wh- like I couldn't do that. Like I, I don't even like driving five minutes. Yeah. There are well, people. There are comics we know down there who live like within walking distances of open mics that still don't go to them. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So because we hear that all the time, mm-hmm. people are like, "Dude, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to road trip. I hate when people call anything over twenty minutes a road trip." To do something, it's fucking insane. That's how I go grocery shopping. So, like, people who are 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 getting spots basically by proxy, like you're just within, yeah, you know, x amount of feet of a mic or whatever. Like that one, I hate that. <laughs> Two, um, to commit to anything like this, like what we do when we ask people, because we're not we're not close to any of that shit either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate the fuck out of everybody who's been on our show. Hell yeah. But also I want to know why. I want to know, so in your brain I know why Matt does it, because we're oh, pretty much the same. We're, well, I was going to say, we're all we're just, we're just insane. <laughs> like there's... Oh, I'm crazy as shit too. Yeah. Man. I, <laughs> but you run you run your own shit. It's so easy. The people that I've spoken with that run mics they they're not going anywhere out of their comfort zone right so for you what why do you think it is that it doesn't bother you to still make these trips like an open micer like you do you do your own thing and you can make your own time if you wanted to you don't have to be doing this. Well, right. I, I, I'm impatient. I'm not going to sit around and wait for gatekeepers to like give me the, okay, you can now pass. I'm just going to go do my own shit myself so I don't have to rely on anybody else. Okay. It's, I don't know, independent, entrepreneurial. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's just I don't have... I'm older than I'm ten years older than every comedian that's coming up at the same time as me right now. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time to wait. Isn't that sad? Like we have so many <laughs> Are you that depressed? I'm old. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but like we have those By people the way, in our house, and we're like thirty-two, uh, thirty-five. Yeah, thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, both yeah. thirty-five. Not, not a big gap. No, no. we know exactly. So when we what have them, they're like, I'm twenty-four. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you still have your youth. I'm barely making it every day. That's it. Let's sit in that for a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. That sounds so depressing. I don't have a... At least your vagina is <laughs> like doing good. <laughs> <laughs> now it is. Let's, let's put some Ben Gay on that. <laughs> oh, some Icy Hot. Don't put any Icy Hot in there. Yeah. See, I was a little confused earlier when you kept talking about a rocket launch. I thought you were just basically talking about getting you know, all your guts ripped out. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Landon legit had a rocket launch. <laughs> they actually you connected her lady parts to the rocket. They just tied it to it, and then they just oh. shot it up. and just. You <clears throat> see, we soldered some copper to ovaries. <laughs> I have my ovaries still, so I won't get a beard, which is, thank God, or go through menopause until I have to. But, okay, so... 
So my main thing for you, yeah, yeah. I was so surprised when I heard that that you guys were going to do the show together. Not because of who you are individually. The, the biggest distance. thing was the, the distance. distance. No travel. one does that. No, no, no we show. We live in the same anything. house and we barely like to record together. Yeah, dude. The, yeah, there's times when somebody who lives 15 minutes from us can't do a show. Like, so the fact that you guys are so far apart from each other and have committed to do this is a big fucking deal. So mm. I wanted to let you guys both know that oh. it's hard. Yeah, enough to do this. Yeah. What did they say? The average is five episodes. Three. He, I heard oh, three it. episodes. When we talked to Robert, I watched that in our podcast. I said, you said five. And I go, no, it's three. Three episodes <laughs> of a podcast. That's the most that most people make when they try to even start one. So yeah. The fact that you're on. What did you What did you guys record today? This is, uh, we just did 10 with yeah, you guys. We just did so uh, number so one zero. That's so difficult. And you've, so mm. you're already surpassing the average. And by my my, my so measure, three times the average. Yeah. The odds are against you, and you're you're already doing better than than most people. Yeah. So so, I want claps to you. We'll see when we actually release something. Yeah, yeah. We still we still have to get beyond the gatekeepers and shit. We just haven't released anything. Yet. <laughs> like I said, we like we said in the other podcast, we're just gonna start just putting them on audio cassettes and hiding them around St. Cloud. Yeah, yeah. What the, was the things before? Once those ta- those tapes about Nate talking about Koreans comes out, they're yeah. gonna shut the whole thing down. Shut it yeah. down. <laughs> Once again, I'll be a whisper. Big mouth. It was actually all complimentary, but still, <laughs> way too much it's about Koreans. Just, he, just, he was gushing like. about those Koreans. <laughs> he, he, you know, but his kimchi fetish is no one's business. Oh, kimchi. That is true, but it does affect the work area, and we'd like you to clear out your locker immediately. Okay, I guess it's time for us to go. So um, it's been fun. This has been so uh, Nate, Duck Duck Greater. Yep. yep. And How in the out. fuck did you get started in stand-up? Well, we, I, we, we always have to do the first, yeah, yeah. When the first time somebody is on. I uh, I grew up in North Dakota where stand-up does not exist. No, say, no gross. one's funny when you're living in North Dakota. No. It's not funny at all. Ton- well, there's a lot of funny people. There's just no outlet for yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's not though. Right, Kim? I didn't get trapped in fucking no, North Dakota. Don't look no. at me. I've never <laughs> I was been born in there. North I didn't Dakota. have a fucking choice. And uh, he was born that way. That's right. So I believe so uh, I'm, you I'm were good. Old, I'm plains trash, homie. I love you were that. laughing at Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, basically. Okay. Laughing in the face of <laughs> mental health problems. <laughs> and uh, whole life, like my dad was like really cool with comedy. Like he had all the Steve Martin albums on vinyl, and he introduced me to. Uh, Monty Python and stuff like that. So I have a, I always had a love for comedy ever since I was a kid, like through my dad, and uh, it's something I've always like dreamed and fantasizing of doing. And I there's just nowhere to do it in North Dakota, so I was just going on with my life. This thing, ah, oh, must be nice living somewhere near a met- major metropolitan area with a comedy scene. I didn't know how comedy really worked. I was just a big fan of it for a long time. And then once the podcasting revolution happened and people started like breaking down and I listened to comedy podcasts and they started breaking down like this is how you do comedy. And so then that gave me kind of the roadmap. And then for work, I moved to Minnesota and I into the Mankato area. And then I'm like, I'm only an hour and a half away from legitimate like uh, of 
doing po- doing comedy and following this roadmap that I'd heard over and over again on all these podcasts that I'd listened to. And I'd like tell people all the time, like, oh, if I had a had a place to go where I could actually do comedy, I'd totally get on stage and do it. You know, talking about a big game where like the nearest uh, open mic was in Fargo. And that was a four hour drive away from me. So yeah, it was a convenient excuse to be like, oh, I would if I could. But uh, it's just uh, even that's for me, drive. that's four too long of a drive. There's something about anything over 45 minutes away. Once people who live that far away from something make that justification. Right. It doesn't take much to go further than that. No, it doesn't. For would us, you drive four hours for an open mic? I Well, I never did that. I didn't do no, my I I know, but I'm say, asking no, you. No, no, no. It's no. When, when Alex was... Uh, Alex Petra, fellow comedian, was talking about uh, right after uh, Nordic Mike, uh, Ryan Call went to a mic in Eau Claire, which is two hours away. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's from there too, but yeah. That doesn't matter though. No, but I mean, two hours. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That's the thing. So that's what I'm saying is there's a certain time or uh, mileage that we go, I've come this far. I might I as well. Might as well. Yeah. So we do. There's certain comics who are willing to do that, and mm-hmm. it, it always blows my mind. Large Marge, going. She said the farthest that she's willing to drive for a free gig, aka open mics, yep. is 140 miles, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, a, she that's gets around. Stretch. <laughs> but that's again, a good choice if of words for once, that, by the way. once you start like that. to, that was good. once you start to make those excuses in your head as to, well, I've, You'll I, never I went get around here, I'll, yep. I went there, yep. you just keep going. Yeah, some and people. I just got used to the drive. I mean, if you think about it, and yeah, so once I once I started living in Mankato, and I'm like, it's only an hour and a half to downtown Minneapolis where all of comedy happens. So I started going up there. Uh, I, I did my first open mic, and I got the bug, and I just started going up, up there at least three times a week until I started running my what own What was shows. the first open mic you had? It was Acme. That was bad. Really? Yeah, that was the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. Because I didn't know, I, you know, I didn't know a single comedian. I did not know one single comedian. And so I knew of Acme. And, and so I'm like, and then I go on Acme's website, see they have a an open mic where you're guaranteed to get up for the first time. And I'm like, well, I guess that's just where I get started. So I had zero. I went into doing comedy in Minneapolis completely blind. Yeah. (laughs) And I've talked about this with people. And it was actually Will Spotted Bear that came up to me after. I got some laughs. It was fine. I got the bug. It was Mm -hmm. a great feeling. And Will Spotted Bear comes up to me. I fucking love Will. (laughs) You go. He goes, uh, you, you want to do this for real? And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm, I can't wait to do this some more. He's like, well, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, That's like, oh, totally will. <laughs> Here's what you need to do. And he laid me out and told me different people to talk to and all the different mics to go to. And I, I really got my legs under me in Rochester when I first, first started out. But, at Goonies? At Goonies, yeah. Dude, God, okay. So before I ever did an open mic, I had a dream. I didn't even know that Goonies existed. For some reason, I had a dream that I did stand up uh, in Rochester, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, telling my wife about it, and then telling my sister in law about it. Yeah, and she was like, "There's a, there is a comedy club here. It's called Goonies." And I was like, "Holy shit! That means and I that's have Thursday to do it." Nights, yeah. right? Yep. And 
But by the time that I had figured out a set, Goonies closed down. So this was the first time that uh, Goonies had closed down. So you never down. got to do it in the old spot. I never got to do it in the old spot. Um, and then my first open mic was at an acoustic night at this winery. Oh, nice. God. Which is perfect. That's where it's you should so do funny. It's such dumb a funny shit. story. Can I tell a story real quick? It's been, you haven't told it in Go a while. So I was on Facebook. I was at work. My mother-in-law shared this open mic for this like brewery or not brewery, this um, winery. Wine, winery. And it technically it was a, like a music open mic, right? Yep. Well, yes, it was. So we, um, I like texted her like, oh, did you share that for Chris? Because we always talked about Chris going to do an open mic and it never happened. He has these dreams, blah, blah, blah. It never happened, never happened. And she goes, uh, no. And I thought for some reason in my mind I was being, you know, thought she was sharing it because of Chris. But no, that's not why she was sharing it. Uh, we end up going. His dad's there. It was on because a, your mom really likes wine, right? My she, mom, you she's fuck. She's super Mormon. <laughs> so my mom's an alcoholic. Well, that's the blood of, that's the blood of Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, no. Water. Uh, They're yeah, Mormons. They go straight to the first thing. No Water. alcohol. None no at caffeine. All. No caffeine. No fun. Well, they, they pick and they choose the, the caffeine. Lots yes, of wives. Sugar-free Red Bull. That's fine. Coffee? No, that's Mm-mm. bad. Mm-mm. Yeah, I could go into that whole thing, but Keep anyway, going. yeah. So then, uh, I love we talked to <laughs> Chris. Grew up Mormon. He is now an atheist. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Um. So then we um we talked to his dad. His dad was actually there on a company dinner, and we walk in, and yeah, it was all acoustic, non singing acoustic, like just playing guitars. And Chris talked to the guy before we went there, like, "Hey, do you do comedy?" He's like, "We yeah, never." Yeah, I called him up, anybody. and I was like, "Hey, what what's the deal with the open mic? Like, what can you do?" And he told me mostly acoustic stuff and i said would you be open to somebody telling jokes and he said absolutely he's like We've and then never i had showed anyone. up and, and these assholes drink i don't even drink wine but i've held a wine cup and they drink wine like they hold it a certain way this and is like wine sniffing oh my god they have the spit buckets shirts. no i didn't notice that not that night it wasn't a wine tasting night no. this was just a normal but, but you know what i mean like i could but this is like yeah, type of place they're this like would be yeah that like place. their appetizers the i can never say that the charcuterie so, board charcuterie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like fancy. i love a charcuterie yeah. board though so like super fancy like their burger was even fancier than yeah, any yeah. burger I've even like 15 minutes before i go up i meet the owner and i'm like hey i'm the guy that called about telling jokes and he immediately like he looks like everybody else but immediately goes oh i'm so fucking glad you're here <laughs> and you can tell he just is like just has been dying for something like this to happen i'm on top oh yeah get on top i of that, forgot baby. that i've been adjusting things how is this that's good you're fine no that's too loud there you go right there anyways so he's like oh i'm so fucking glad you're here <laughs> i fucking love comedy and just kept saying like fuck after everything around all these snobby wine people and then Super and then snobby. he goes uh by the way keep it g-rated uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't swear you, you can't fucking swear out there man you can't swear in front of these people you can't pull that shit in front of this fucking audience the very first joke that i told i think i know this one i don't think you do go ahead I said it. I don't know if you got it. I, I, it's been a rough week for me. Oh. My girlfriend broke up with me. I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Caitlyn Jenner and I broke up. And just that, because she had recently transitioned, mm-hmm. destroyed. Nice. These girls are like, I'm so fucking glad we could make fun of transgender people. 
Well, it was a Republican fundraiser going on there. So, sure. yeah. Caitlyn Jenner like is it. a Republican. She is. Yeah, yeah she she's, really she's, is. she's like recounting, like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have been so supportive of him. Yeah. After, yeah, after all of the hidden stuff. After now, he's like, out. yeah, now you can't serve in the military. And somehow Jenner's like, oh, well, fuck that. Like, I kind of was all of a, all American for a long time. Yeah, so. for real. <laughs> yep. But so that's that's where my stuff started. So I didn't get to swear for like the first two months of that's me hilarious. trying comedy. And then what the joke that you probably are thinking of, the first joke that I got to tell <laughs> when did of you what I wanted to, to tell. I can't remember how this all went down. Yeah, I forget how I you, found out about you it. You found out through me. No, I didn't know. Oh, oh yeah. about the Keller. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. That's right. Because you guys saw me doing comedy. At, we don't, we're not. We're not going to talk about that because apparently people can misinter- misinterpret what that was about. Okay. Don't we know saw who you that on is. Show. But he saw me on a comedy show. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, he yes. goes, "Wait," and I told him, "Like, yeah, we have a that's we have right, a mic every right. Wednesday night." And you're like, "There's a mic in St. Cloud." That's we were right. Super fucking yes. And they are super boner. No. And then I, then he sucked my dick in the bathroom. It was nice. a beautiful thing. That's pretty good. Um, so I found out that you could tell jokes the way that normal comics do. Mm-hmm. And so my first joke, you ready, Nate? Yes. Oh my gosh. All right. So I don't lay know it if on. If you guys heard, but statistically speaking, I'd like you to look oh. at the person to the right of you. <laughs> Matt, you got to look. You look the wrong way. That your other right. My other. And right. look at to the look at the person to the left of you. <laughs> and statistically speaking, one or even all three of you is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was my first joke, and I laughed. And I you said, laughed at your own joke. I on laughed stage. at my own joke on stage, and I went, <laughs> "I'm so glad. I don't care. You guys have no idea how much I've wanted to curse on stage. That's funny. <laughs> a little behind the curtain, Chris also told a, a, a transgender joke. Oh yeah, yeah. On stage after a oh, transgender was there. Owen was he yeah, went, okay. Owen went on before. I didn't know there was a fucking transgender crowd in St. Cloud. That's no, such a weird you thing. You went on stage after, after Owen. I didn't go after. You no, were no, 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 no. I had no idea night. that Owen was there until he went after me. Oh, he would always uh, go after me. Because the way the Max does it is that the people that have been doing it more, mm-hmm. there's, there's one that he knows that can open, new people, and then the, the more closers. experienced people. Yeah. So I always went on before Owen. Okay. Owen would always make jokes about my shit. I still it was still a fun stage where you're doing a Caitlyn Jenner joke and then the next person's like, So I got a mastectomy. Yeah, yeah. The other joke that I would do was I don't know if you guys heard, Caitlyn Jenner has been super depressed lately. She's been in a downward spiral. Um and uh, she's gained a bunch of weight. She stopped taking care of herself. She's like 300 pounds now. Trans fat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that joke. It's such a and stupid it, joke. And it was like Owen had brought in like a bunch of his friends. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so no, they, they, they legitimately. No, no, no. They didn't boo me. But the, the first the, time that I said it, I heard. Oh, I remember. Chris I could hear. <gasps> I could hear gasps in the crowd. And I looked out in the crowd like, who? You are all meth addicts. <laughs> Who here gives a fuck? And then I saw this one table and I was like, oh, oh. I gotta stop doing those jokes. It all makes sense. I can, I could still do a transgender joke. I just wouldn't do it that way. Yeah. That's a funny joke though. I just yeah. like trans fat. I think it's a funny 
I was eating Burger King a, hash browns. I met a really uh, funny uh, transgender comedian in Denver when I was uh, visiting there for a week or so. Doing and shrooms? No. That was pre-shrooms. Oh, pre-shrooms. pre-shrooms. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's about a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. And <laughs> she had such a funny joke. She's like, I, uh, originally I wasn't going to do a full transition surgery, but uh, now that I've been wearing uh, women's jeans for such a long time, uh, I think I'm going to go through with it because, God damn, do I need the pocket space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's good. That's a really good <laughs> That's joke. That's a good joke. Uh. <laughs> Chris knows he used to wear women's jeans all the time. Their pockets suck. Yeah, no, I've been completely Those are your hot topic years. days. No, no, no. Uh, well, so skaters, after. I don't know if you knew this, but for like 10 years. They loved wearing the most restrictive jeans for doing a physical activity. Yes, absolutely. And snowboarders, yeah. too. Snowboarding. Fuck. Extreme sports when extreme rock star was the, yep. like, the vibe that they wanted to do. Yep. They would sag their girls' That was a terrible jeans. Mark Wahlberg movie. Yes, they yep. would. God, it was so hard. That was part of the scene. I didn't skate. But I was a scene you know. kid at all the shows. Yes, yes. exactly. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. you know, Vans, Volcom, all that shit was. Vans yeah. just oh, came yeah. out with a Harry yeah. Potter um, collection. Just throwing that out there. I know this is Hold like on. the fifth time. I'm going to pause Chris. it for a second. One, because I need to pee. And the I other. I need to Because it's right, a comedy so anyways, podcast. I heard you bitches were looking I told that, that joke about Owen mm-hmm. at the roast. Yep. I haven't seen Owen no, he, since then. He got into doing uh, burlesque. Oh, I thought you were going to say heroin. Speaking of heroin, Nate, how's yep. your mom doing? Mom's great. Awesome. Good. Yep. See, you thought drugs, you dirty listener. You and me shooting tar in the park. Run <laughs> from the cops <laughs> as the dogs start to bark. It's <laughs> 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 my favorite karaoke song. You're Where the Vicodin in grows. Vicodin doesn't. God damn it. It's all poppy. He's all poppy. He's all poppy. He's so puppy. He's so poppy. He got shot in Dominican Republic. So now, um, because Matt, we know so much about you, and we have talked about you on this show so much. I'm fine. I'm here. I'm I'm the Robin in this podcast. You are. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, that'll be the Photoshop that I do. So most of the time, I try to do. I'm the second playthrough of Arkham City. I'll I do the. uh, I'll do a, a Photoshop of whoever is the guest, just so you know. Uh, you had Matt's me gonna spooning. be Robin, and Nate is going to be Christian Bale. Batman. Yes, yes, that one's the best one. Well, I mean, Michael Keaton is the best one, but well, uh, Batman Adam and Robin. West is the best one. I did actually. I almost got an Adam West tattoo. Nice. When when he passed away, there was this really cool. I I we'll geek out about that later. <laughs> what I want to ask you about is. Okay. How so? Did you start a mic? Did you fall into a mic? How did what you run now in Mankato happen? Oh, um, he fell into it when <laughs> onto it. I mean, it was some happy circumstance, some networking. It was kind of it was, it was a little both. Um, I uh, used to work for Papa John's, and rest uh, in peace. The owner. Of the venue where we hold our mic, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Papa John's. Regular customer at Papa John's, and they'd always do pickup. They'd come to oh, the store okay. to pick up their pizzas, and uh, I don't. I I think I was I was looking to start something on my own. And I and I just kind of straight up asked them if they'd be interested in 
uh, hosting a, a, a comedy open mic, and they were very, very interested. And then, uh, all uh, right, hold Mike, on for a second. What okay. the fuck are you two doing? We're in ecstasy over here. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You guys both trip balls at the same time and just started, <laughs> like, freaking out all over the room. Are you good? Delicious candies? We're just, yeah. we're just we're having fun being the fourth wheels on this all podcast. Right, Relax. I'm pee. Calm the two fuck men down. Two bonding You need right to go now. pee? Can you give us some a little respect? Yeah, yeah James. Christ. I'm, I'm trying Who's to... James. <laughs> Have you checked? Them I'm trying kids? to cup James Smith's balls over here. Yeah, they don't. I think I don't know the listeners know that story. Not I yet. I still haven't said that, but no. we will. That's for future times. No, no, we got time. So my co-producer of the show, Trevor Lee, uh, may he rest in peace. He was uh, really a musician no, in the Mankato area for oh. a long time. <laughs> God damn it! That's a funny lie. I'm sorry, Kimberly. Stealing Nathan's thunder. It's okay. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. I just Your first Christmas comedy name, special think... should be Nathan's thunder, by the way. No, uh, I. Uh, you have one, don't you? What is well, it? No, we all a do. comedian uh, basically told me he'd kill me if I didn't make the name of my first special Sensible Chuckles. Sensible Chuckles. Who I think was it that? should be. Is Peabow at the. Monday night comedy show. Really? Night. Yeah. I could see he, that. Uh, Patrick Ryan Bauer, great comedian, mm-hmm. uh, was hosting the Monday night comedy show one night. And I had a uh, the joke that I closed on just got, you know, a smattering of laughs. It didn't bomb, but it didn't like kill the room or anything. And, and I just go, ah. Sensible chuckles. I'll get off on that. <laughs> that like just it. caught him just right. He's like, I will fucking kill you if you don't name your first special sensible chuckles. No, I think it should be. Uh, <laughs> and I already and I already promised it to him. So sounds maybe so, my second one. Sounds so wrong, but feels so right. <laughs> <laughs> we discussed this before the podcast that I'm like 100 percent Norwegian. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> but you defected to Germany. Right? To Germany. You went to su- you went Fuck to this s- Scandinavian <laughs> paradise. I'm going to Germany. I need to go to a place that's more efficient. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, back to the back way to that this the formation of the yes. adult comedy show for, for adults in Mankato. Uh, it's at uh, this wonderful coffee shop called the Coffee Hag. And uh, Ben Marcotte, by the way, has sung the praises of of um, these uh, mics. I've yeah. d- I've done it twice. Yeah, and I'd love. I want to go back probably next month. Yeah, it's great. Okay, uh, we do ben, it once a month, first Friday of every month. Coffee but Ben Hag, Marcotte is bigger than you, yeah. which is why I dropped his name. You know what? If you could just stay you know in what? the blue. It's hurtful <laughs> what you're saying right now. <laughs> um, you don't think I'm lesser than the both of you? You what? son of a bitch. And so I brought Trevor in <laughs> with the idea. It's not I'm even my show, Nate. and I'm the one keeping this you thing just, on the fucking tracks. You got this. All right, because you're used to doing that on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing great. Thanks. I'm going to plow ahead. And uh, Trevor uh, played music in Mankato for a lot of years before he started doing comedy. And so, Wait, and you played the cop- music? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a drummer. You haven't heard? Oh, God. I can, you seriously didn't know that? I, no, and now I'm drum, gonna, He's a good drummer. I'm gonna start too. calling him Travis Barker from now on, it's or Trevor Barker. He looks like a bassist, right? No, but he slaps the skins. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He also plays the drums. <laughs> this guy over here, and uh, so he he's played shows there before, and so he knew 
the owners, you know, tangentially from playing music. Sure. And so I told him that they were interested. And so he was kind of my in to planning the idea into their ear after I hadn't heard anything back from them. And eventually it all just came together. We started doing shows there. The reason why I call it the adult comedy show for adults, because we didn't really, we just kind of called it comedy night at the coffee hag uh, at first. And uh, a lot of folks, a lot of patrons there weren't aware that comedy was happening. And yeah. like they started, like kids started coming because it's a coffee shop. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like a bar where it's like 21 plus. So it's mm-hmm. an all ages yep. venue. And like some soccer mom that had to get her latte fix drags <laughs> her and her kids into there to get, to buy some coffee. Meanwhile, uh, another comedian like Drew Hare was <laughs> and our producer of yep. our podcast was like telling like a a story about how he got his DUI. Yep, <laughs> and, yeah. I love that bit. And like the the mom was just aghast at what was ha- what she brought her kids into, and he's like, "Kids don't drink and drive. <laughs> you drink then drive." Did you know that Nordic open mic almost didn't happen because of a sound check? So like my birthday, Kim or our neighbors um, told us about this brewery that opened up in Monticello, and they were like. You know, this they're they're doing like a kind of a soft open uh, this night. I go there, and I see the venue in the way that it's split up, which was unusual for a brewery. And I was like, why do you guys do it that way? And the owner was there, and he was like, well, we want to do a lot of music here. And I was like, how would you feel about comedy here? And he said, I would love that. That would be fantastic. We're always looking for local stuff to do here. So we agree to it. We pick a date. I go there, and the owner is uh, at the soundboard, and he goes, okay, go ahead, tell a joke. And you probably haven't heard this joke, but it's a dumb joke of mine that I tell. You don't have to tell it. Because it's dumb. I'll cut it out probably anyways, but the joke is... So he's doing sound... He's checking levels as I'm doing this just because it's just us. We're the only two people there. And he has a mic at the soundboard that I didn't know of. And he grabs the mic and he goes, so uh, not a family friendly uh, open mic, huh? And I go, come on. Like thinking that he would obviously know that because it seems strange. To think that comedy about those would be PG open mics. Yeah. So uh, he goes. We, you know, the soundtrack is done. <laughs> we walk. I walk up to him, and he walks straight to the brewer who's there, and goes, "Hey, man, I don't know about this." Like pretending that I'm not there, basically, because I don't know how if this is gonna work out. It's not a. It's not like a family friendly comedy thing. And luckily, the brewer goes, "Of course, it's not." These are comics. You're talking about not just comics, but drunk people going up on stage and telling them not to curse? Come on. And if it wasn't for him, this guy's name is Matt. He's a goddamn saint. Is he the guy who's usually there? The, with the curly hair yeah. and the ponytail? That dude's dope. I fucking love him. Casey is amazing, too. The guy who's been there the last couple times. Mm-hmm. He's like a little more business orientated. Awesome. But Matt is the guy. If it wasn't for him... It honestly wouldn't have happened because See, that proves that people with the name Matt are awesome and wonderful human beings. It's true, but his full name is actually Nathan. So okay, 
I take no, back everything I just said. It's just Matt with a hard N. No, <laughs> makes sense. No, it's <laughs> funny. His real name is Mathan. It's true. Uh, the Monday Night Comedy Show actually started at a Christian coffee shop. Get the fuck you, out I'm of serious. here. I think I knew that. Yeah, and they, they had it there for quite a number of years. And uh, <laughs> they got, you know, they were told to keep things PG-13 as much as possible. And there's a, a comedian in the Twin C- Cities. Her name's Carly McMenamin. And she's probably one of the filthiest comics I've ever heard. And she yep. ended up just burning that place to the ground. And she's the reason why that show is now in a different location. Oh, it's a better it. location. Anyway. Way better. See, but that's... There are... Yeah, there's... That's why I, lo- I love talking about Matt is because it's important to say, like... That's a big deal. Like, if it wasn't for Matt, the shit wouldn't be happening. David Harris, Joe Christensen, Ryan Call, those fuckers wouldn't be coming up to Monticello, Minnesota, which nobody goes to for anything. And Just exactly to what you're it. saying, like, people wouldn't be going to... What, what? What's the mic called now? The adult comedy show for adults at the Coffee Hag. They also oh, put a so they out. moved it from the Christian spot to. Oh the, no no no! Oh. The, the other the, no, this is the Monday Night Comedy Show it's in the longest Northeast. running open mic in the Twin Cities. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So this this lady, fucking going balls deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or ovaries deep if you're if you're a gal. Oh, yeah. On on what is really funny and true to what they they are experiencing, which is a common misconception. When it comes to people saying you're a filthy comic, no. We're just talking about what's true to us and the stories that only we can tell and only in the way that we can tell it. Which I can attest to because Chris has sucked my cock before. It's true. Lucky. He's only th- he's only three eighths circumcised, which is a weird. <laughs> Why do you keep changing that? To- he just he goes back to it because that's his day job <laughs> where he sits there and talks about measurements all the day it's anyway. True. It's true. People are like, what's the imperial version of that? <laughs> the I'm like, I don't know what imperial means. These fucking Canadians calling me saying, what's in, what's the imperial measurement? Fucking Canucks. That's the American system. Look, man, we're in southern Canada. Just fucking call it what it is, eh? But, uh, so I love that. I love that you're... So you went from a love of comedy to being able to run comedy. Yeah. This is something that I haven't gotten to geek out with a lot of people mm-hmm. about. Max, it's easy because he forgets comics every week, so like he can laugh at shit every week, but like <laughs> when you <laughs> do you still laugh at do you like can you tell a bit that someone's going to do that you've heard before, but you fucking love it anyways and you always laugh at it? Yeah. Uh, I mean from our show in in Mankato, we have besides Trevor Lee, it's all like baby baby comics. Like it's such it's a really? point, it's the, mm-hmm. I mean the this the Mankato comedy scene is a zygote. Is and, it because comics are like why the fuck do I live in Mankato and then they move? Oh no, there's just no <laughs> comedians in Mankato besides me and Trevor Lee. Everyone oh, else is I see, brand, I see. brand new. Be fucking Morty. So that's why we're bringing guys down from the Twin Cities to help us kind of like round out a lineup. We give them extra time for coming down. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, oh, I see. 
and then uh, the locals, they all they all have a guaranteed spot. We just need to build our roster of locals. And a lot of the locals, I are stumbling across uh, jokes that are good, and they're improving them. And so I'm, like, laughing at them each week, especially when I see that the, they're working on their writing and working on their delivery and getting better with it. So, like, and I... And, I I just love comedy so damn much. Like I can listen and I, I rewatch specials all the time. It's do you, just I love. Do you geek out with comedians and cars getting coffee? Like the sh- you know you know yeah, the show. I love the show. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Geek out meaning like there's little nuances where you where you hear them. Well, anytime they're talking shop, that's like my favorite part of the show. Yes, it's half the reason I listen to podcasts. Yeah. I love well, that's what got me just, into doing comedy yeah. is comedy, listening to comedians talk and shop, like yeah, what, what comedy's life. Were you and listening like, to getting Doug back with then, No, this is before that was even a show. It was just Doug Loves <laughs> Movies at the time. But oh. That, oh, I love that show. Um, yeah, I listened to that one uh, back when The Nerdist was a thing. Chris Hardwick? Chris Hardwick. They, I can't help it. I fucking hate him. Yeah, he's I've obnoxious as so shit. So hard to not. But this is at the like this is at the <laughs> this is like 2010, like at the burgeoning of what there's of okay. podcasting. There's pretty so much. This was like one of the only big ones out there, right? Like, right. And then Hardwick, uh, Never Not Funny, yep. with Adam, Jimmy Pardo, Adam Carolla had Adam a podcast. His Kevin life. Smith had 20 podcasts. Yes. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I was a late adopter to listening to Joe Rogan. I didn't listen to him a lot later. That's but. really interesting. But have you ever tried DMT? Yeah, but what about chimpanzees, man? They'll fucking rip your face off. They will rip your goddamn face off. Can't trust them to pick up your kids from <laughs> elementary school. I don't know but here's the, the thing: you should only eat meat that time. you shot. But yeah, the the biggest ones that I listened to that like kind of <laughs> broke down comedy and how it works the most would probably would have been Nerdist and Never Not Funny. Who's Never Not Funny? Jimmy, Jimmy Pardo. Pardo. It's actually like. Uh, Oh, and and I listen to a lot of uh, WTF. Oh, okay, okay. I listen to a lot of that too. I love that angry, that and frustration that. But that uh, Mark Jimmy Marin Pardo's brings. podcast was like seriously one of the first podcasts ever. Yeah, and so he's been doing it probably longest out of anybody. You know what I found it's out? Really, really, really good. Actually, and Kim and Corolla. Yeah. It's like him, Corolla. Tom Green. Like when, oh, yeah. Tom Green apparently yeah, but was, that was a pioneer. Like a, but that was like video streaming. Yeah, he did a lot well, of pioneering on but that But he shit, did yeah. audio, too. So, yeah. But yeah. the reason why his didn't go very far was because he wanted to keep it video, so they invested thousands of dollars into just... Which is hilarious now to think that like the shit that I do so that my kids can play on their iPads is something that... Tom Green had to pay thousands of dollars for it to be po- to make possible, <laughs> you know, twelve years yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's absolutely crazy. But I just found that out like a couple of days ago that Tom Green was one of the like the leading people, mm-hmm. and then it went um, like with um, Ricky Gervais was a big one. Jimmy, yeah, uh, who were what was the, the um, Opie? What am I? Opie and, Opie and Anthony. Anthony. Opie, Opie and Anthony. So it was Tom Green, Opie and Anthony. Um, there was another one, and then Joe Rogan jumped in, based on which what Tom Green was saying. He was like, "You guys should do this." And then Brian Redband would follow him around, and Redband would tell Joe what was possible, right. based on their budget, based on Joe's budget. 
Right. And and they figured their shit out from there. But like, I love. There's a couple of shows that like started out in the radio medium and then pivoted to doing podcasts early in the podcast days. Corolla is a big one of them. Uh, that's how Ricky Gervais started doing all his podcasts because he had a show on radio. Doug in Benson England. too. Doug Benson did the same thing and. Uh, Comedy Bang Bang was the same way. Oh. Yeah, that was a, that was actually you, called Comedy, Comedy Death, Death Ray. Ray. Yeah, and that was on the radio oh, before it became a, a podcast. Boner. Huge comedy boner, improv boner, if you will. Yeah, Chris I, tried to Paul get me to Tompkins? listen to that, and I could. Paul I, of Tompkins I did not suit. get it. I oh my god. One when, of the you would, remember, when you would play Comedy Bang Bang, and I was just sitting there like I, I, I would don't play get it. bits for her. Yeah. Off of comedy bang bang. What you weren't having it? I just didn't get it. He would be laughing. I'd be like, "Did I for like? Did I miss something?" There's some things that I feel like intrinsically as human beings you should recognize that there's no fucking way it could be real. So the fact that they go from a normal, I'm just mm. depositing. They do a lot a of check mm. to the bank. They do. Yeah. Like it's it's the most mundane shit turns into Insanity. a fucking space fight from twenty twenty one. Space. Like, that whole thing to me is so goddamn funny. Scott Ackerman, one of my favorite things, hot saucerman, is uh, <laughs> is him having to go and check the meter for his car, and for some reason. Every time he goes outside of the studio, it goes further into the future. Yeah. But he doesn't rec. He refuses to acknowledge that and is just concerned with paying the meter meter. for his fucking car. That shit like that gives me such a rock hard podcast boner that I cannot help it. It's unfucking. Does not look hard to me. I, 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 I I will never not think of him. You know, dodging. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> droids flying through the sky so that he can make it to feed the meter and then him you know finally getting having to have that conversation with the meter maid to be <laughs> like come on I was only it's so nice they have an open door policy on that podcast too yep <laughs> so fucking good <laughs> it's really really good are you guys going to kill Tony no god damn you why because I didn't get tickets because <gasps> I'm, I'm I'm a broke, lazy person. Yeah, but why didn't you get tickets? They were pretty cheap when they were first went on sale. Oh, really? Yeah, they were like really bucks. cheap. Actually, I was supposed to go to Coheed this Ooh. coming weekend, oh. but my parents are visiting. Uh, Fucking parents are the worst. This coming Saturday. Oh, wait, were you going town. with Trevor? I was gonna go with Trevor. Yeah. Uh, well, Matt Field got that one. Yeah, that was my ticket. Trevor already bought the ticket. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going. And then wait to Coheed or to Coheed, Coheed but not to Cambria though. Coheed and Mastodon. That would have been a fun oh. show. Coheed and Mastodon? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't realize Mastodon. Yep. It's fucking what awesome. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm still debating going to an acoustic show on Saturday. What is it? The Spill Canvas. Oh. The Spill Canvas. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Wow. Hey, it's been a minute since I've listened to I those know. guys. I know. They're doing an acoustic tour and... Don't I've not make seen them, and I want to make you listen to Goo Goo Dolls in front of all these people. I've seen Goo Goo Dolls in concert with Bon Jovi back oh in the God. day, 2004. Could you imagine Woo! the hair? Fuck the spill canvas. Fuck you. Eat a bag of dicks. You eat a bag of dicks. Shit. Fine. Stop making fun of the bands I what? like. Okay. Anyways, ready? Three, two, one. <laughs>
And uh, okay, here we go. Wow, that was such a great soundbite. Wouldn't you agree, Kim Duke? Your face sucks today. God damn it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> you guys are precious. I'm trying to put my sandals like back them. on. Um, It'd be nice if you could go to that show with me. I'll have to find a date. Uh, Nathan, yes. since it's your first time on the show, is. got to pick out the snack for this episode. What, what did you pick out? Are there any English words on? No. Thing is, is there's like Mito, M-E-I-T-O. The there's there's an English word. Uh, I, well, it's you, English letters. On the back, there's somewhere you can see like calories and stuff. Does it say what anything? Do you see? Any sugar or? No, none of that is in English. <laughs> <It's> all <laughs> Japanese. Do your best to translate. Think of it as a David Letterman top ten. Hi. Oh, I have, there's there's eighty eight calories. <gasps> there's ten point three grams of something. What's that <laughs> in kilometers though? Kilometers. See the thing is, you don't even know what the serving size of it is. <laughs> that is true. Probably the whole thing, I would assume. Sixteen point five grams. Might we don't be even the know what it is. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still trying to. We're, we don't. We can't decipher what it is, other than that there's like a fish on the cover. Seriously, the grossest thing out of that was what that thing right there that we. This ate is a larger Robert. package than uh, everything else in uh, oh. uh, what I had to just. So here's what we do. There, there was a there's a fish on the cover. Oh, it's not promising. I'm assuming it's supposed to be sweet because there's something that looks. It looks like chocolate. Like chocolate. Like, it looks like chocolate. Underneath. If you could hold up that fish real quick. Did you catch that fish? Yeah, if you're gonna do it, shouldn't you do it like this though? Or <laughs> show how they like, look how big it is. Like a, I already. Uh, I'm thinking it's some sort of like cookie sandwich situation. I agree. I believe I am with you on that. It's gonna be it's gonna be fish paste. So you go ahead, crack it open. All right. And everybody oh. takes a chunk, and we smell. I'm describe what we're up. smelling, and then we'll take Actually, a bite on a, on a three, two, one. No, I'll eat it. Oh, All right. Well, it comes in a little like plastic I just, tray. Ooh. Which is, we got to warm it up. No, <laughs> I didn't see any heating instructions. Ooh. But we it also can't. Kind of looks so like a little brown tray. <laughs> a, a, looks like a wafer cookie of a fish. Do you know what it kind of reminds me of? What's that? Uh, the Keebler, like those Keebler elf fudges. Fuck, those are it looks so like good. a giant yeah. fish version of those Keebler elf fudges. But what if it tastes like fish? Like the elf outside fishes? is fish, but then the inside is still like the Keebler. Yeah, it's chocolate, but with fish crackers. Uh. Oh, that looks good. Okay, yeah, That's a nice it cross does. section. It's, uh, it's so uh, it's very light. <laughs> There's not a lot of you weight that whole to thing. it. Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> the middle is crispy. Well, not crispy. We is it it's fortune cookie-esque? Yeah, crack that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Our site is not crumbling well. <laughs> I got to I, I I get, get in on that. Oh, sorry. Oh, here. I, I, no, I, no, I snapped the head of the fish off. Yeah, you get the whole head. Well, in some countries, that's the delicacy. That's right. Here Make you a lovely soup. You can out take of a this. bite of mine. It smells sweet but kind of savory too. Ooh, that I smell. Smell it good. smells chocolatey. But I also get a tiny whiff of savor. I get. Yeah, I. I, I it smell might be the smelling. cracker that it's made out of. Ooh. I mean, the the crack. It's just. It seems very like it would be a very bland wafer, with right. kind of a, a aerated chocolate. Yes. Center. All right. Such well, a let's really let's uh, ready. Three, two, two one. one. 
Oh, fuck. That's actually really good. That's that is bad. good. That's better than an El Fudge. I think so. it's light. Mm-hmm. You can eat Very that. light. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a standard it's a like plain wafer. wafer with a chocolate filling. Yep. That was It wasn't too sweet. It's perfect. No. There you go, babe. I took a nibble. You want all of it. Mm. I enjoy this. You know what? I would buy those again. Yeah. I think I would too. You, can I just throw this out there? Do you remember that one thing we ate with Robert? How disgusting that was. It was, it was seaweed that they tried to disguise as like jerky. Like a beef jerky. Oh, God. It's that. You want to try it? I want to try it. Yeah. Go ahead, get huh? in there. He's actually a, he's a savory boy. Yeah, so. A savory boy. Okay, savory boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited for you to try this. Okay. So this is supposed to be like doing great. All right. Are you taking video of this? Yeah, currently? it's a video. Oh, okay. That is all you, brother. All right, here we go. I can't even. You're gonna make me throw up. Just really? Uh. Oh wow, that does not smell appetizing. <laughs> make make Matt smell it. I will smell it. You gonna smell it? I'll smell your whatever this is. Uh. <laughs> it smells. It smells like dried fish. Yeah. It smells like dried fish. And this is supposed to be seaweed. Yeah. Well, well no. We don't know. We have no idea what it is. It, I think well, it's salmon jerky. Mm-hmm. Very tough. I can't even bite through it. <laughs> 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 Oof. Wow. Hit. I know. I'm. You're like chewing through that like a principal is telling you why you have to discipline your child. Like. What do you think? <laughs> it tastes like fish. But I like fish, and that was disgusting. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's no goldfish that we just ate. I'll finish it. Oh, oh gosh. Jesus. Well, that came all the way from Japan. He can't let it go to waste. Right. Do you sleep in a sardine can? How? I mean, can that's you... kind of what it tastes like. It tastes like sardines. He's from North it Dakota. Like that's a, a delicacy. It tastes like anchovies. Oh, God. Um, well, you're a badass. So. Yeah, he's my podcast partner. Duh. Man, I wish my I have pad- to take a sick podcast leave after watching you fucking podcast like partner was a badass like that. Good lord. He hasn't even had his uterus removed yet. <laughs> How dare you suck your I'm not fucking even, fingers. I'm not even the kid that like would like, hey, would you give me five bucks if you if I eat this? No, he would just eat it. Yeah. You just eat it? Yeah. Do you need another soda after that? <sighs> we have more upstairs. Would you like I to, could use one. Do you want to brush but yeah, your, I'm not suffering want, any like revulsion or any adverse reactions. Do you want Coke Zero or Diet Coke? Do you want to brush Coke your teeth Zero after that? Wonderful. You want me to go get it? I have... Food. Sunflower seeds in the vehicle, and that'll pretty much kill anything that's living in your mouth. So, all right, it probably it's also gonna kill you. Let's do this, uh, Matt. If yep. you could create a uh, a five comic showcase, oh god, dead or alive, either it's five or less than five, that's fine. Ayof. How many people would you have on this show? Or who would you have on the showcase? Are you having a, a, a show with up I don't, to five okay, legendary want, or current comedians? Okay. This, I, I, I got it. And this one is going to be an interesting one. Bill Cosby. Gross. <laughs> God damn. Okay. You took my first answer. Uh, so I would do a lineup. That would start with uh, George Carlin. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Bill Hicks. Ooh. 
Doug Stanhope. Uh, this is where it gets kind of tough because I, I would think those three, especially because they're they're all acerbic and uh, very, but they're really good about the whole free speech shit too. And I, I just really think they would meld well together. Uh, Bill Burr. Okay. And uh, just to completely change it into something else, the amazing Jonathan. There you go. The magician? Hell yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a, a, well, he's a, he was a comic Uh-oh. who used... You would have him as the fluffer between... All, like <laughs> He's the host? Yeah, have him host and do like little... like <laughs> To completely oh. lighten the mood after... Uh, after all, after, after Hicks ramps yeah, at the crowd for yeah, and after like George Carlin does that shit, Carlin would have to close. I think. Yeah, I think it I would agree. start with Bill Burr. He'd be the opening comic. Yep, he'd complain about how he has to then, open for everybody. Then you go to Bill Hicks. And then they would complain how they had to follow Bill Burr. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's and good. And then you go. Then it would be Doug Stanhope, Carlin, and you notice I did all pick five white men. But that, those are like five of my favorite comics yeah, of all time. That's you're a racist fuck. So anyways, yeah, uh, well, Nathan. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I could. I mean, I, I actually thought about putting like Lenny Bruce in that too. <laughs> yeah. That would have been interesting. He would have loved those guys. Oh, yeah. But nah, no one would know who the fuck Lenny Bruce is. All right. Nathaniel. All right. My, if you were going to do. My turn. It's up to five. You don't have to do five. Okay. But you have up to five that you can pick for a show. Uh, Patrice O'Neill. Oh. Greg Giraldo. Who are we roasting? Uh, <laughs> Bill Burr. Um, I want to throw a curveball in there and go Tignataro. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Tig's great. Wow. Yeah. That'd okay. Be, that'd be fun. Um, so that's four. Who, who, who? <laughs> I think Pick she would just rip Patrice's dick off if she <laughs> if she was on that stage. Like, okay, so there's no way I no. can follow this. So Patrice, yeah. no, Tig, Tig would break his <laughs> balls though. I think. Oh yeah. It would be great to watch him get his balls broken by a, a lesbian with a mastectomy. Dude, like I that. loved watching her pull that chair across the stage at Conan. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was great. <sighs> who'd, who'd be the fifth and final? Or you could make a, a host, too. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Obviously, Tim Allen. Chappelle, maybe? Ooh. That'd be a good one. In that lineup? Yeah. Chappelle in that lineup? Dude, Chappelle used to fuck with all those guys. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Back in New York. Of course. He did fuck all of those guys. See, I was trying to go thematic, whereas you just picked five great comics. Yeah. Well, I think that show would work. It would be great. Yeah. Have taken there is just the wild card. Just like totally different energy than everyone else. I think that'd be fun. That's fantastic. Good lineups. Don't well ask done. me. So, substitution Duke, maybe Maria Bamford. No. Three boy bands tour together. Ooh. <laughs> no, I don't. There's you have only to pick one. Only you want to hear There's only funny? one. Uh, duh. Ninety-eight degrees. No. Len. And see, uh, O Town. O Town. You already know Kim Duke. No. Who would the O-Town. three boy bands if you could no. pick? I was never a Joe Bro fan because they were before our time. Jonas Brothers. Oh. They were ugh. before our time. After. 
just listen to me fucking talk. Before. Also, up. you're saying the wrong thing. No, they were like they were not before us. Yes, they, yeah, were. they were. Before I was, I did not like that kind of music. Like I don't remember listening to them on the radio. No, I know it sounds weird. What Any- the fuck are you talking about? Backstreet Boys and NSYNC you were fucking with. Jonas Brothers. Listen after to our me. Time. Like it was after our time they came out. Yeah. That's what I said. You said before our time. Oh, did I? And then did I say before? And then I said you mean after our oh, time. God anyway, after, damn it. Anyway, I watched. They have a documentary about their breakup and stuff on Amazon. I'm like, I'm gonna like our watch breakup it. that we're about to have after this podcast. <laughs> Ooh, spicy <laughs> tent. God, I've Ooh, been waiting. <laughs> I've always wanted to watch a divorce happen you in know, front of my now eyes. Now that I can't get pregnant, great. I'm just gonna. You David Attenborough to comment on it. around. Anyway, so I watched this Jonas Brothers documentary because I'm in recovery. I have nothing else to fucking do. And not alcohol recovery. I was going to say, the way you said Vagina recovery. Vaginal recovery. Vaginal recovery is actually my favorite boy band. They are so interesting. Like, their upbringing, they were really poor. And I'm like, man, I have some respect for the Joe Bros now. I almost want to be friends with them. Almost. Weren't they like, didn't they go in like a little religious-y? Yeah, their they dad was a that pastor. Poor. Yeah, they're but they were poor. Like they didn't have a, like mm. the oldest brother. Dro- he was one time. of those tax scheming preachers. He was one of those preachers well, that said like, it was okay to rip the off. Thing the thing is, who. is oh. they eventually they they're started. Jewish. Shut up! They started out as it actually was, a saying the wrong pop. thing. Priest is not their their dad was a rabbi. No, he wasn't. They're not fucking Jewish. He was a pastor. Go ahead, look it up. He's a minister. What do you know, Mormon? I just <laughs> fucking watched the documentary the other day. Are you kidding me? Go ahead, keep going. I'm going to punch you this in is your... fascinating podcast your content. Ja- jalapeno balls over there. How jalapeno you? balls. <laughs> I actually thought that was like how you pronounced it. Jalapeno balls. There was balls. a place in Monticello called Jal- Jalapenos. Do you remember that, Chris? And I'm like, oh, let's go eat a Jalapenos. <laughs> Some that's because uh, that's because Kim Duke is the most Minnesota person I know. I'm so it's Minnesotan. very Minnesotan. <laughs> you, your your accent is like perfect. You think mine is? You should no, hear my parents. No, my mom. My mom is the quintessential Minnesota. Like, oh, oh man, yeah. why? Oh. Are, you know, I heard there was a show in Brainerd that had some comics. Why weren't you on it, I'm, Mom? I don't do every fucking comedy show. <laughs> She's like, well, no, but there is comics. And they said there was someone from St. Cloud on it. I'm like, yeah, it was Adrian Washington, who's Hi. a professional comic. Okay. All right. So their mom was Jewish. And the dad went that ahead and fucking anyway, strong-armed so her into they being actually, mothers. They actually started out as a pop punk band, basically. Hell yeah. Yeah. But then <laughs> they knew they were putting this bad picture, like, the dad was going to They didn't want to be one of those some 41 they, types. Well, no, because like they <laughs> weren't a Christian band. So they were like, so they eventually so they pushed, they pushed <laughs> dad into having to quit being a minister nice at that church. And they lived two houses away. And then they had to leave their house because they couldn't pay their mortgage anymore. Like their Where was their congregation ch- helping out their well, pastor in I know. need? They were in New Jersey. What a shitty congregation. Yeah, so then Jersey fucking blows. It actually, I'm just gonna throw it out there. The Jonas Brothers story is a very interesting story, and it reminded me a lot of you and your brothers. If you guys were to join a band together, because the how the falling out happened, and they spent a year trying to rebuild their relationship, and that's why they came. Because I can't wait for the Duke Brothers behind the music, the Kings of Leon documentary. If you like that, way better. I, I, the better of all of them. I watched the Under Oath. 
They yeah, have they have a doc. They had a documentary when they were not together, right before they came back together. And you're gonna talk about Kings of Leon documentary, the lead singer, when he was like, "Why'd you do that?" When they, when they were like, "Hey, do how do you feel about one of your songs being on Glee?" And he was like, "Homosexuality is a fucking sin on the earth." And everyone was like, "Oh, we didn't know." Oh yeah, they grew up in the church that I grew up in. <laughs> the same church? Same church. Same denomination, I should you say. Not the same church. They're, they're, they are, they're also from Minot, North Dakota. Did you not know that? They're from the South. And in, and in the <laughs> South, uh, the, there's basically two denominations of churches. It's uh, you're either Baptist or you're Church of Christ. Oh. You're either Baptist or y'all are a bunch of dick suckers. I'm, a, I'm, I'm Church of Christ. Oh. It was... They snub their noses at Baptist. Yeah, we do. Because we do baptism the right way. Like it says in the Bible. The right way? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They drown their babies in a river and whoever survives, that gets to join the congregation. That's actually not a bad idea. They should be doing that. Babies need to learn how to swim. Fuck's sake. This is is Sparta. This is Sparta. (laughs) I'm not doing the boy band thing, though. What? You're not going to pick three? Three. How can you pick three? Three was all... They play all their own fucking instruments. Keep They're going. Magical. That's fine. Who? I don't give a shit Hansen. who you pick. It's, oh, it, it's obvious. It's going to be simple plan, simple plan, simple plan. Duh. Uh, no. Can I pick any band, band yes. with boys, boys in it? They're boy boys. band. The used? That's, they're boys in a band. band. You right. said that's, hey, hey, come that's on a band now. with all boys come on. in it. You know exactly what I fucking mean. The used? Deborah. If I wanted you the to you. throw a, a warp tour side stage concert, Use. I would also, have said that. Simple plan, simple plan, simple plan, simple plan. under oath. Deborah, 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 Deborah. Who's what? that Ashley guy? It's Rick Ashley. Ashley. Like she's Angel. He's from O Town. Chris, you're really right. putting her up against the wall, up against the wall. <laughs> Chris, will you quit playing <laughs> games <laughs> with her heart? Way to fucking no, go. No, that's better than Nice, Thank Nate. Thank you. For all you under oath fans, that's one of my favorite songs Damn, nice. too. Hands down. Well done. You want to hear an under oath story? Yeah. This is such a good story. So I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell the beginning of it. You so I under oath is one of my top favorite sure. bands ever. It's a great and band. Side note: Kim would make fun of me for listening to screamo music, and then she goes, "Oh, by the Let's way, I fucking under love under oath." Yeah, yeah, I was like, true. "What? So yeah. They're like the kingpins of what screamo <laughs> I know, I know. is." I know. So I love Under Oath. I never got to see them. I had tickets to go see them back in the day, and me and my boyfriend at the time broke up right before the day before the concert. So I was lost it my the ticket. Under Oath thrice concert. That was that was probably the, the best show I've and ever seen. Don't shut up. <laughs> it probably was that. So I never got to see them, and then they broke up. I watched this documentary. I bawled my eyes out. I'm like, man, they really care about each other. They do. They truly do care about each other, and you know. Um, but anyway, and then they got back together. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get VIP yep. tickets. And the tickets were 80 bucks for VIP. You get a t-shirt and all the shit. So me and Chris got VIP. Yeah, we got that disposable income. The thing is, you know is like, about? Yeah, at yeah. that time, we did not. That's for <laughs> sure. But I'm like, we're going to make it happen. And we went. And it was really cool because it was like a different kind of VIP. Like, you don't like just go and you sign a you know, poster oh, walk through. Real quick. Like, you get to go hang out. You watch their sound check. And they just like walked around people and just talked to people yeah. in a group. It well, was so, so cool. Spencer announced. He was, they did the sound check. And then Spencer goes, uh, so this isn't like a normal meet and greet. We're just going to come off stage and we'll come talk to you guys. Is that okay? 
And that was it. God, then I slowly so came off the stage cool. yeah. and just started talking to people. So Hell then, yeah, yeah we, were, we were talking to Chris and I'm like, you know, because Chris talked about his kids in the documentary. And so we talked about that. And then Spencer came. I don't know how we started talking to Spencer. So I... Who's the least? From just like watching bits of the documentary, I was like, I feel like because I had done interviews with bands and done journalism and shit for that kind of warped tour scene, mm-hmm. as they say. Yeah. And I could kind of tell, like, I feel like I could shoot this show without having to go through so the Chris usual could, rigmarole Yeah, shit. he usually would shoot shows, but... But you have you to go have through to go those through avenues. You have to right. go through their, their press person and yada yada. And something about it, I was like, I feel like if I just bring my gear just in case. And then they do their sound check and they, I'm listening to the way that they talk to the crowd and I was like, I've got to shoot this show. Cause like, they were I need so to figure it out. Like the, the coolest people. And ever. I started to think I was like, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm going to find the tour manager because they're usually scummy pieces of shit. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to give him 50 bucks and say, Hey, just give me a pass. Just give me a press pass. Just so I can take pictures during, because what, what happens is they, they let you shoot during the first three songs. And I was like, that'll be fine, and I'll be able to do my How thing. How many shots <laughs> did you get of Spencer spitting water up in the air? <laughs> so he loves yeah. doing no, that. He didn't do it. He loves doing that. He didn't do it that show. But um, eventually, just listening to everybody, even talking with the tour manager, I was like, at one point, I must have just looked defeated. I just went, it's not going to happen. So then, and Spence- I kind of like, I must have like physically shown it and slumped. And Spencer walks up to Chris. saw me. Yeah, from across the venue, and then comes up and is like, hey, man, are you all right? Everything okay? And I was like, I guess, yeah, I don't, that's weird that you would come up to me, but I was thinking of, I wanted to shoot the show, and I was going to do this thing, and I told him what I was going to do. I was like, I'm sorry, you know, I I just, but I didn't want to fuck with you guys. And he was like, don't worry about it. And he put his arm around me brought me up to the tour manager and goes, Hey, I need a press pass for my friend, Chris. And like, didn't he, he just pretended like he knew me and like, it was something that he had yeah, forgotten. Me and one. then he Aww. turned to Chris and he said, that'll be $50. <laughs> yeah, man. He, he was, was just, so he was genuine. fucking genuine. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You're gonna make me cry. I, like shooting that show. I was in a, a psychotic amount of pain, like towards the end of it, because Chris like, has a lot of back issues, yeah. Dumb back issues and stuff, but like the way that he did it, the way that he approached me, that's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> that's a good one. Sounded really funny. Did you, but did you hear it? That yeah, it was good. A, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like Discovery Channel, <laughs> the whale calls. I think that's why I still love Underworld like but crazy because like, they're just yeah. That was so crazy for them to. D- d- lead singers don't do that. Right. They're no. seen as the, you know, the patriarch of the band. Like, that was so crazy. And then it turned out so well. They did such a fucking. Oh my job. gosh! I this can't. band I that opened for them called Caspian. Yeah. Did a crazy good set. That was I such know, a good show. It was just unbelievable. And and nobody gave me shit for shooting from the crowd either. Like normally, oh, nice. if. The, yeah. the the venue sees that you're still throwing your your lens up like they freak out but that was such a wild. I need to introduce you to my uh, friend Cody. He has the weirdest knack of like becoming friends with bands. 
And that shirt right there. Almost every time I go to a concert with him, I end up backstage hanging out with him. That's everybody. this guy. <laughs> That's like, so Taking Back Sunday is one of my other favorite bands. Yep. Represent. Oh, yeah. We saw them at what was their the, caboose. the Caboose. Key without the E cut from the T. That's early. That's before. That's pretty. I know. That's play. so before your time. I know you were like listening to Kansas. Make damn and sure. The monkeys. No, yep, I just honestly, I only Smash listen to it. bands that are uh, geography related. So oh, okay. Boston, Kansas, Chicago, uh, <laughs> Bay City Rollers, <laughs> Alabama, Alabama, mm. um, Leonard Skinner. That's no, funny. I've listened no, it to. Has to have the, it has to. You have to be. Wait, work. isn't Leonard? They Never sing mind. Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> oh, so that's the funny. Band, Alabama. <laughs> so you listen to, I listen, I've listened to the same music since I was 15, 14, 15 years old. As I get older, I find myself going to like nostalgia places with music. Like I'm now just like, I'm like, I don't listen to new shit. I'm like, I need to listen to Radiohead's OK Computer again. Yeah. yeah or I'm going to listen to Weezer's Blue Album and just remember what it was like to feel things. That's Chris's favorite album. I feel like you you look like you only listen to Moby's demo tapes. I mean, I, do I own a couple <laughs> Moby CDs? Yes. Um, they were from. I was I was confused. I was a child. <laughs> hey. Anyway, back to the caboose. Take back Sunday. Yes, please. We noticed John Nolan sitting at the bar. Oh yeah. My little brother actually noticed him. Who's he was a big fan, and he he's super shy like me. Like I'm not gonna. And Chris goes. I'm going to go up to him. He goes up to him and he's like, hey, can I buy I you? I said, hey, I don't know if you drink before your set, but if if you do, I'd love to buy you a beer. He's like, absolutely. I would love that. And I go, cool. What are you drinking? He goes, what do you guys drink? I was like, dude, we're a bunch of fucking losers. We drink either PBR or McGolden. Which so one would McGolden. you like? He's like, well, I've never had a McGolden. So he did that. We just sat and Welcome drank at Minnesota. the bar with him. Yeah. Welcome to goddamn Mick, Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> no so one knows cool. what McGolden is outside of like the upper Midwest. Yeah. I found out that Colorado apparently are their big McGolden people. McGolden scene. They <laughs> just got it though. No, this is years ago. But if you don't notice this big board behind Chris, also those are a lot of bands. Oh yeah. No oh, wow. Guys from yeah. ten years. Census fail. Ooh. So um, we did. Chris did an interview with Census fail, which I was a huge fan. I still like Census fail, but after the interview, Juliet I Sims, fucking, I'm, I'm on the, the lead singer from Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Who else is up Paris. here? Vic Fuentes from Pierce the Veil, Paris. We've got the Peanut Butter Prince, who is Alan Kingdom, which is the guy that Kanye West flew out to London just to sing one song. <laughs> Travis Mitchell from fucking Our Last Night. I'm just killing it, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> so true, true story. I just Googled Taking Back Sun, and I've, I've heard of the band, and I'm going through all their top songs. Do not recognize a single one. Wow. Yeah, oh I gosh. get it. They, you know, just, huge, they just came like through. 10 years ago. Yeah, I get not it. The, a couple they were on Jimmy Kimmel month, Live. Month cool. Ago? Yeah. A couple times. Month ago. No, no big deal. Got a lot of radio play back in the day. I get it, man. Oh, I just. just somebody who owns a an Alanis Morissette quilt. Hey. It's tough to keep up with my <laughs> music. I was Team Jewel, bitch. <laughs> I do like Jewel. A How lot. dare you yodel your way into this fucking conversation, Jewel? Get out of here! God but who will? Damn sa- it! Who will save your soul, Chris? No one. 
His soul's gone. Okay. Out of here. See that? Look at his face. You know, true. Who, you know who took my soul? Bill Murray. He caddyshacked right into my ninth hole. And was like, hey, man, come with me. I was like, okay. I Word. trust you. Okay. I'm not doing the boy band thing. <laughs> oh, all right. So I guess I'll do my Why? five comics. Sure. Can I do that, Kim Duke? I just... I don't like no. boy bands anymore. It's That's just fine. Like, I still like hands and I respect them. She likes them. man bands you say now, you don't Chris. Like boy bands, yeah. but that's what we should start at calling them. At least once a month, you're playing boy bands and trying to sneak boy bands. You'll you'll she'll start to drive and go, oh, what is this? what song is this? What? But it's never Quit like playing games with my heart. Uh. It's no. terrible. I really like them when I'm with you. That's yeah, see, insane. It's all that when different. we are apart, you feel it too. I did go see Justin Timberlake last year. That was oh, fucking right magical. Did, fucking amazing. Uh, Chris was doing his but slip now, not after reading that that thing he posted, he doesn't want to vaccinate his kids. Well, okay, it's, that's no, all Jessica. That's Jessica. That's but he, it's said in there. No, but it's said in there. Justin Timberlake. You guys got any more fish jerky? <laughs> Somebody had to enlighten me. What actually happened? You want a marshmallow? In sure. in their state, they. Well, I understand why they're fighting against it. I have no problem with them fighting against it. But whoa, whoa, whoa! What they're, the? F- they're fighting against mandatory. Wait a second! Oh shit! Are you trying random snacks out of our bag? <laughs> shit! You no. can't just fucking grab fucking new shit. What That's are you a marshmallow. Doing? Let them eat that marshmallow. Here, we'll, we'll split a marshmallow. What's the matter with you? There's another one. Lots of things. Yes. This shit works. They have man. the munchies. You're not feeding her. There's chips everywhere. Chips. You have marshmallows. Pretzels. Is it a marshmallow? It's a chocolate-filled marshmallow. God damn it, dude! What are you doing? You the- let him have the fish turkey. <laughs> well, that's because we had already had it before. The marshmallow thing—you didn't even ask. I mean, I don't know if you know how content works, but Jesus Christ! What do you yeah, eating? we don't. We have no idea how content works. Eating their works. content. <sighs> Just ate. My okay, your five comics. Five comics go. Richard yeah. Pryor. Okay. The Cable Guy. Really? Jim Carrey, obviously the original Cable Guy. <laughs> I like it. Um, and then I'm gonna go Drew Carey, David Letterman. And um, the the guy that I always, I always forget his name. God damn it! He wore, he would wear the Kangol hat and scream at the audience. George Wallace. No, not George Wallace. <laughs> Matt Doima. Wears a Kangol hat. He, he, you're right though. That's it's Matt Doima. Is it no. the guy that? <laughs> no, Kangol no, no, hat no, no, no. yells at the audience. Come on. Yeah. Fuck. I don't Sam know. Sam Kinison. Sam Kinison. Yes, yes. Thank you. Sam oh, Kinison. Oh. 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 I, I, I remembered who my Gross. fifth comic would be. I can't remember because I only named. You named four. I named four. F- number five, Adele. Ah. Uh, oh yes. God. Adele. Oh, she's a really good yep. singer. Yep. <laughs> Although his version of um, "Other Side" is a very different. Dude, I if 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 someone was like, you can either have five of your favorite comics do a show, or you get to hang out with Dave Attell for an hour. I would hang I out would with David Tell and hundred percent. You know, I don't like to bring this up, hour. but I do. We did get to hang out with David Keckner. Oh yeah. Do you know who David Keckner is? That was yeah. the third Whammy. time I've been on this podcast where this has been brought <laughs> up. So uh, David, David Keckner, Keckner was in Anchorman. He, I know exactly he said he who knows he who he is. Who he is. Okay, that's great. Uh, so my Chris brother and I, Mark McKinney, were the founders of the Norm McDonald fan club. <laughs> and Mark McKinney's 
and Dave Keckner's only season on Saturday Night Live. Do oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that's right. I know? So Chris David got to inter- So when he did his journalist stuff, he got to interview David Keckner. We got to hang out. And he in his hung hotel him and his brother got to hang out in his hours. hotel room for two hours. Nice. And then he brought up my name, and then we went to his show, and then after we met, obviously we went up and said hi, and he goes, "Oh, you must be Kim." Oh, you have David to put up with Keckner's this guy's shit, huh? memory is so good. That he remembered that my name. Five, five hours, hours later. after meeting a journalist, remembered the journalist's wife's name. That seems impossible. Ugh. Unbelievable. It's not like his wife's name. He's so Kim. fucking smart and articulate. My favorite thing. We had a cell phone that, number. So he came. So he's huge. He's like six foot six. Yep. And um, he's and champ you. kind. He has to be fucking tall. <laughs> he's a True. monster. And so we meet him in the lobby of this hotel. He's yakking it up with locals. He just likes to learn history about towns. And uh, he goes, boys, I'm sorry. It's my brother and I. Goes, boys, I'm sorry. I, I've got to ask one more question. He goes to the bartender and asks a question about what is now the armory. Really? Oh. But at the time, they were trying to figure out what the fuck to do with it. And uh, so they're yakking it up. I did that. He points at the window and goes, you guys know what that is? And my brother and I are like, oh, no, not really. And he goes, well, it used to be a train station. And he gives us a little bit of the history. And he goes, but they're shutting it down. And they were going to turn it into a community center. But now they're not going to do that anymore. And it's basically just going to sit there. And eventually probably turn into a parking lot. And I, I go, David, I, I get it, right? They were going to turn it into a community center. And I did like the look both ways things in the whisper. I go, but that would have brought so many more coloreds into the neighborhood. And he also looked both ways. And goes, I'm going to enjoy this interview. <laughs> <laughs> he, ta- he was so gross. He could tell. So like we found out. So like his favorite thing is irony. So ironically being racist. Ironically right. doing dumb shit. He was talking about pulling no one cares semen about out of Chris's cock. Nice. It yeah. was fantastic. He Why said, does every comic you meet want to jerk you off? I, I got don't know. that sweet, sweet It's because he had that really dick. long hair then. <laughs> so it's efficient. Yes, yes, yes. Your uh, dick's efficient. So, so you come quick. So he, so it's he, like a smart he says car. that it's small and fuel efficient. And then he tries to sit down in the lobby, and there's people, there's people coming up to him. They recognize him. There's, we have all of our camera shit, and he's like, "All right, let's do the interview." And I go, "Is there anywhere else that we could do this? Because I feel like people are going to keep interrupting." And he goes, ah, "I guess we can do this." In uh, in my hotel room. That's fine. I was like, cool. And we start to pick up our shit. And uh, he, I forget exactly what he said. But he looked at me as like a kind of, a, are you guys ready? And I go, you ready to shoot this porno? And my brother goes, hope you like DP. And he <laughs> smiled again. He was just so fucking happy to be Matt doing this. said that? <laughs> and, and we rode up that elevator and... Said a bunch Fucked of other dumb shit. Up. And then, yeah, he just let us hang out, basically. Normally, like, back then, I would get 20 minutes with somebody. But he was like, I'll fucking tell you everything. He told us a story. Uh, do you remember Ari Shafir's, I can't, th- this isn't happening? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so David was on there, told this story. We heard it before he told the story on, on, the show. on that show. 
which was he even it was the first time anyone had ever sent this to me, which was off the record. And I got a little geek boner and I go, yeah, off the record. <laughs> and he told us a story about shooting uh, Dukes of Hazard, which I, I haven't seen the movie. I haven't either. Landon has, apparently. But, uh, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, the uh, one with Justin Sean Williams Scott. Sean Williams Scott. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so that's what he said. So he said, Johnny Knoxville is in the movie. His whole crew showed up one day. They went out to dinner that night. Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Hey, so hey, hold on. Let's just think about that for one moment. Jessica Simpson and the Dukes of Hazard. More like the Dicks of Hazard. Hell yeah. That was the porno Girl. version of that. That's the rule. The rule. The rule thirty six or what's the fucking rule? Like if it there is parody exists, law. The parody law essentially. That was the name of it. It was called Dicks of Hazard. Anyways, so he says. Johnny Knoxville's whole crew shows up. They go out to dinner and they're doing their thing. They're doing Johnny or they're doing jackass, jackass shit. Yeah. Yep. And David Oops. wanted to impress them. So he had to take a shit, goes to the bathroom, takes a shit, <laughs> and brings good. one of his wipes outside because there was a cop car outside. He wipes a little bit of shit under the door handle of this cop car, goes back into the restaurant. Tells one of the boys what has transpired, <laughs> and they start losing their minds so much so that a waitress overhears, and she loves police and is disgusted she by what has happened. Narked. Blue lives so, matter. But luckily, Keckner heard this, so this this thing happens. So he is trying to brag and impress these guys. They're losing their minds. Waitress overhears. He sees her go over to the police and is obviously. Why else would she just be walking over there? Fucking tattle. She's a fucking narc. Uh, He proactively goes and wipes the handle clean, gets the shit off of there and thinks that all is fine. Obviously, they're going to open their door. Nothing will be there. Goes back to his hotel room. Three in the morning, there's pounding on his hotel room door. And the police are there. And they won't tell him what has happened, but they say, you need to come with us. Something has happened. You need to come with us. And uh, they throw him in a cop car. They drive him down dirt road. They're fucking with him, trying to get him to admit to this thing that has technically not happened to anybody. It would have been funny. Didn't happen. So they're trying to get it out of him that he wiped shit on a cop car door. (laughs) He will not cave. Refuses. Hell yeah. Uh, Eventually, the sheriff then says, guys, everybody back off. Let me take him back to his hotel. This guy's got an actual film shoot tomorrow. This guy's got a 6 a.m. fucking uh, call time. Call time. And uh, he's got to get back to his hotel. Sheriff brings him back. And Sheriff says, hey, man, I love your work. I love what you've done. I get it, though. You're a comedian. Did you fucking do it? Did you do this? Keckner is so mad that he hasn't gotten any sleep. Goes, officer, I can't believe that you would try to do this to me. My 
brother is a police officer. I would never disrespect his brother's not a police officer. <laughs> but he does this whole fucking spiel, and the sheriff just goes, hey, man, look, we're sorry. Obviously, somebody was spreading lies. But rumor has already spread somehow. Jessica Simpson fucking hates David Keckner. What? That's the whole takeaway from the thing, that that's the only regret that he has, is that he thinks that he's lost jobs because Jessica Simpson fucking hates him. <laughs> he saw her the next day, and they had some scene together. He's like, hey, Jess, how are we doing? And she like did like an eye roll and walked away from him, and then somebody was like, hey, don't talk to her anymore. And he couldn't talk to her for the rest of the... What the fuck? She was okay. also super, I take back what I said earlier. She was also super prissy during that time because she was going through her divorce with Nick. And she had the Carl's Jr. thing going on. She yeah, was like she was in all in the media. She was also But she was so the disgusted. The chicken by the sea thing. She yes, was no. so disgusted yeah. with what he may have done that she was like, Mm-mm, no. Wow. I may let a dolphin Miami. jizz on my chest six <laughs> years from now. But I will never let Poop Patrol. <laughs> I'll never associate with someone who disrespects the badge. Exactly. The That's what Whammy. I'm talking about. But yeah, that was fucking rad. And actually, the funniest part of that whole interaction. So I couldn't believe that we got the interview. And I was like, would you mind filming a little promo? He's like, yeah, sure. That's fine. Do you still have the video anywhere? Uh, it's on one of these hard drives. <laughs> and uh, I was like. Would you mind filming a little promo? Because it was a rollerblading. You got to talk a lot. Quicker. Didn't make any sense there for him know. to want to do this. I could. I fucking blew my mind. So he's like, "Yeah, absolutely." And my brother is with me. My brother is with me because I just wanted somebody else to know that this had happened. He never and had come I with was me at before. A training for my new job. Right, at the point. Kim. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who I would normally sneak into shit was not available. But I was like, uh, okay. So I go, Matt, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to open the door. But you called Matt your assistant. You never said he was right. your brother. I told David that this was my assistant. And I, I go, Matt, when I close the door, you hit record. My brother literally goes, cool, cool, cool. Uh, which one's the record button? And Keckner then looks at me and goes, who is this guy? I was like, all right, uh, I'm sorry, dude. This is my brother. Uh, I know I said he was my assistant, but I just wanted him to come along with me. <laughs> and he goes, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I was afraid that you guys were like tricking me into something. But cool, cool, cool. Which one's the record button? <laughs> Fucking Didn't even Matt. look. Blew our cover. You ruined everything. But even, but, but proved even more how cool fucking David Keckner is. Yeah. That he was just like, oh, what? And you two fucked the hell out of him in that hotel room. He talked about how his, him and his wife couldn't have babies because of her reproductive organs. They're the worst. Why do women have to have any of that? She have a rocket launch dumb. too. <laughs> <laughs> and. uh he was like, so Such it cost $65,000 anytime we wanted to have a kid. Which sounds a little steep. 
A little steep. Yeah, you can go to China and get one for a third of the price. Yeah. So he said that, he goes, so every time that we wanted to have a kid, they had to remove the eggs from her body and the cum from my cock. And then he goes, and if you boys have a second. And then I jumped in. I said, you'll pull the, oh, pull the cum from my cock. They Mm -hmm. would have to pull the cum from my cock. And if you boys just have just a second. And I said, you'll pull the cum from our cocks. And he goes, oh, well, we can all just fucking tip it up. (laughs) (laughs) And we joked about how we would all jerk each other. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong? And then he gave me his phone number. That's weird. He texted me a week later. After the interview, like it, it hadn't been released. So you still down for that hand and job? said, hey man, thank you for the way that you did your thing. And then my phone fucking broke. And we can I never get his fucking number. I could have had a movie star's number. phone number in my goddamn phone, Dude. in my repertoire. I, it was this flip phone. I know the feeling. That would never break. On fucking real. That was my goddamn Just reach out to him on LG Instagram. Sometimes electronic. Once a year, when the memory pops up, you just I'll did. share a photo and say, that one time. Every now and then he'll like it. But it's less and less every year. Less every year. <laughs> <laughs> he did talk a lot of shit about about journalists. And he was psyched at like how like we were just how not dumb journalists kids, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Was that had Anchorman came out at that time? Yeah. It was yeah. Anchorman well, that, two had just come out. So that means that he was he's just bitter about the whole filming experience. He's just like, you know, I'm done with this journalism no. shit. The way that people would interview oh, him. I'm kidding. They would say, uh, hey, champ, do the thing. They would say, champ, do the thing. Do champ, do another character. But the he said the most frequent question that he got was, so you made a ton of money on that film, right? Nuh-uh. How much money did you make? What the fuck? He said people would not stop asking him how much money he made. What the do you f- know that his wife has her own podcast? Really? Yeah. What's it called? I don't know. She had Christina P on it, though. Are you talking about Burt Kreischer? No. You sure? I swear to God. I think you're talking about Burt Kreischer. Yeah, because Burt Kreischer's wife, wife does party. have her own podcast. No, no, no. No. Anyways. Uh, Nate, no, you guys are making me sick, yeah. yes. What do you have coming up show-wise? Show-wise. Uh, this will come it? out in two weeks. In two weeks? Perfect. Uh, I have... The Summer Comedy Showcase at the Paradise Center for the Arts in Faribault, Minnesota. Uh, featuring great comedians. Oli um, Sultan, Chris Maddock, Jeff Fozer, Joe Christensen. Guest set by Elise Cole. And I'm hosting in fabulous downtown Faribault. Big, big ass 300 seat theater I'm trying to fill. Fuck yeah. Yeah. For the second time this year. Then... August 24th. <laughs> I was going to say there's some disdain. No. There's just some butthurtery. No, 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 no. That's, uh, <laughs> there's there's butthurtery by comics who haven't been getting on my Faribault shows yet. Ah, I see. Yeah. No, Did it, you just drown a dolphin? But uh, basically, I'm going to be running a show uh, f- once a month from july through october in Faribault. okay and it's really really exciting the crowds are super awesome uh so i have the theater show in july and then three months in a row after that i have uh i have shows at uh ten thousand drops and corks and pints in Faribault. and 
yeah, those rooms are on fucking fire. They're on fire. So are you saying that I've been pronouncing Fairbolt wrong this yeah, whole time? Well, yeah. Some people say Fairbolt. So, uh, it's a f- uh, old French fur trading <laughs> town. So, and the town's symbol is the fleur de lis. So, if you want to go all Frenchy with it, you fair about. It's like La Croix instead of La Croix. Yeah, La Croix. The Saint Croix River. Anyways, uh, Matt shows. Uh, two weeks. Um, I'm. End of uh, July, the last Monday in July and the last Monday in August, I'm going to be on the Monday Night Comedy Show uh, doing their summer series where they do theme nights. Where is that? Uh, that is at Spring Street Tavern in Minneapolis. Shows at 8 o'clock. Tickets are 5 bucks, but they're awesome because they're loaded with really great comics and me. Uh, we're writing, we're, each week we write five minutes of new material based on whatever the theme is that night. Oh, that's cool. So uh, um, Nate and I are actually both on uh, the one at the end of July, which is going to be high school. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then I'm doing the character show at the end of August. Beyond that, I don't have anything booked because of the two shows that I was going to do apparently got imploded. So what I will say is listen to the Awful Service podcast. I'm hoping by the time this comes out, we will have episode one close to being right. We're hoping for a June, July 2nd uh, drop date. So follow us at Awful Service Pod at uh, Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on JDate, on uh, FarmersOnly.com. Christian Mingle. Bumble. Christian uh <laughs> MySpace, we'll get a MySpace page going again. Absolutely. Um, What's your AOL handle? uh, That is at Awful Service Pod rules 69, 69, 69, 69, 69. 420. That makes sense. Underscore 420, Nate. Underscore 420, my mistake. So make sure to follow us there uh, for that hot content. Uh, and beyond that, go to fucking Nate's Farabo shows. I, I'll, I'll take my time to just say go to his shows. <laughs> He's a great showrunner. He's one of my best friends. Um, absolutely love working with this guy. Uh, it's been it's been a fun few months of us both driving far too much. So and, much driving, uh, but, but worth it. Hundred percent. Uh, I was gonna say you look like a beaten down Chris Kattan. You are so <laughs> wet. <laughs> 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 You're, all that fucking driving. He's my mango. Um, <laughs> no mango yeah, no. for you. Uh, or That's yeah, and anytime character. <laughs> anytime you uh, see it's a mixture of the soup Nazi and the no like, <laughs> such as mango. Yep. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. So just uh, go go to his shows on Faribo. It's worth the drive. Faribo's awesome. Ten thousand drops is awesome. I did a show with him back in uh, April, and it's still I still talk about it months later because it was that cool of a fucking show so do that um come to the keller open mic uh go to fucking chris's open mic i'm gonna sell you'll see me there beyond that if you're a booker fucking put me on your show yeah if you're in mankato the first friday of every month we got the, the adult comedy show for adults at the coffee hag so if you're ever in the neck woods swinging by Check it out. It's a good show. Fuck it's free. Yeah. And if you're hiring full-time work, I'm looking for a full-time <laughs> job. So hire me. All right. So the last thing oh, that we do. Oh, you didn't do... ask me if I have any shows coming up. Oh, Kim yeah. Duke. Kim Duke. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I ain't got nothing coming up. What about uh, Book those Kim boy Duke. bands? 
No. No. I do want to go see the spell Book on Saturday. Kim Duke. Kim does have a couple of jokes. She's got one, fire. One of which that I've told on stage. Yeah, before. you motherfucker. He told my bit on stage and looked at me the entire fucking time. I loved it. And I'm sitting in the back just going like this. <laughs> I should have mic'd that one. That was a good that one. My God. I could, Damn it. What a waste. I could yeah. feel that one over here. All right. Anyways, uh, so the, the last thing that we do wait. on the... She's just telling you how you, you ripped off her joke, you my joke without a- without asking permission. He no didn't ask you permission if you could use it. He's no, he's on stage and I he's told telling her, it. I said you should do this on stage, even if you tell the one joke. Just go on there; it's fine. It's such a good joke, too. Well, then tell it. I know. No, I can't. I'm too shy. I don't go on stage. Well, no, anyway, like right but here the thing in is, front is of three sh- comics. No, 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 no. No, I, I'm not. Moe's tried to get her to say it. Yeah, Mo did. He's like, "Come on, Alex." Tried to get it out of her. Anyway, Chris told it, and I'm sitting in the back, and I'm just you going to get like out this. of her vagina. I told it, and then I Robert comes just, and sits by me, and I go, "That was my fucking joke." That was the night of the six people that were there. That was a fun night. Yeah, there was like no one there, so it was the perfect night to just fucking do whatever. So I'm so glad joke. for you, Mr. Extrovert. You can just go up and do your thing. I'm sorry, I like Again, living in my tiny little bubble. Live streaming a divorce right in front of us. No, I, I'm too poor to get divorced. Well, I'm not. But <laughs> That's the reason. I'm too, Just I'm financial. Stay together for the kids. I'm too lazy. All right. Ready? I think I stained this chair. Damn it. That's what I Uh-oh. said. So the last thing that we do on this show, okay. our, our listeners are called ducklings. Sure. So we say au revoir, little ducklings. Quack, quack. Au revoir, quack, quack. You want me to say it now? Now you have to say oh, okay. it. Okay. To your ducklings. Yes. Okay. I will do this now. Au <laughs> revoir. <laughs> quack, quack. Is that what I was supposed to say? I think I, I believe it's pronounced. I think that was the proper jaw movement for quack, quack, too. I, I think good. it's uh, or way. If wah. Quack, quack, quack. Little duckling. I think it's fascinating how different countries have different animal sounds quack. for like. It's true, actually. Yeah. Let's keep this podcast going longer. Yeah. Could we Minnesota goodbye <laughs> sign off? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's longer. the two of us. We can keep this going for two more hours. Oh you never gosh, get I'm out of this so room tired. if you let us. I'm yeah, usually no. in bed at like 10. This is way past my right. bedtime. Yeah, we're, we're getting late. Peace be with you.